Welcome to the f- podcast, everyone. I'm the Night Terror here with Gabler hey. and Monty. Hello. Hey. So, Shadow Keep. Uh, That's the joke. <laughs> get it? Because it sucks. Yeah. So we played, I wouldn't even say hardcore. We played kind of lightly for, what, three days? At least I did because mm, I, I had. say lightly. I only streamed, what, Tuesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, we took it seriously. And in we that did. time, we pretty much Six did everything. Day. Except for leveling up alts, which I don't really know if I want to do. Kind of rough. It feels like a patch. It's not just another moon mission, though. I mean, it is, but it's not. Definitely just another moon mission. It feels like another patch, man, or like a... I don't know. It doesn't feel like an expansion. It's not like Forsaken levels of shit. It's, it's more like... Yeah, well, I mean, just, you know... Off the top of my head overview, Forsaken, you got the change over to God Roll, so all the guns change. You got the new armor system, because it used Masterwork cores before that, and they changed it to Enhancement cores, and did that whole thing, and the random rolls on armor. And then you got, you know, the campaign, and you got the new raids. There was, like, what, three raids or something? I know that didn't all come out at once, but... And then they added Gambit. I mean, they added a lot of shit. And now they come out with this, and what do you get? You get well, 26 I mean, new weapons. I'm not going to include stuff that comes out over the season. I'm talking about just at launch. Well, I don't I don't know. We didn't play at launch, so I don't really know how they divided all that out. But I know they had Gambit. They must have, right? When no. they talk about it going free to play? Gambit came later. Yeah, Gambit came later. Not the point, though. Like, if you, you just make a new character and go play fucking... Forsaken when that shit opens up. That quest chain is huge. Like the the campaign to that is massive. There's so much. Including unlocking the Dreaming City. Like you finish the campaign and you still have the Dreaming City to unlock and fuck around with. There's nothing like that here. You go to the moon, you do like five fucking missions, and then in, in between those missions. You complete an essence, which is basically like a bounty. And then And then it gives you armor. It. And then you use that armor to get into the last mission and that's it. Well that's and that's it. That's really it. But the and thing is, they, is like I looked it up. It like exotic weapons and legendary weapons combined. Not even there's even one uh white weapon on the list that's I don't know, probably nostalgic or callback to Destiny One. Because it's not worth using, but it's there. 26 weapons total. That's all you get. There are if no can, 150, you, 140 RPM hand cannons. If you add, if you consider the fact that they added one exotic piece of gear for each class, which they just give you at the end of the, of the, the campaign, if you count those as three, even though it's really one if you just play one character, but whatever, it's three. I'll be generous. It's three. And then you add in the Monte Carlo and the fucking Deathbringer. That's it. Dariana's Vow. They give you that one. Twice. They give it to you twice. Yeah, Ariana's Vow. That's right. That's it. That's all the exotics that are in the game. Unless you want to include 
the shit that's been in the game for a year for PlayStation players. And uh, if you're on PC and, and you know, add in that fucking wave splitter trace rifle. Yeah. That's barely in it. But if you look at, like, Forsaken weapons, Ace of Spades, Black Talon, Cerberus, Lord of Wolves, Malfeasance, Thousand Voices, Chaperone, you know, Queenbreaker, Thunderlord, Trinity Ghoul, Two-Tailed Fox, Wish Ender. What the fuck? What is going on? They give you Risk Runner. They give you a fucking exotic Yeah, you do a whole fucking exotic Risk quest. Runner. <laughs> oh, God. it's I don't understand it. Uh, and just it looking at make it, any sense. The exotic quest has you go back to the Cosmodrome and go find one of Cade's stashes, and it's the Risk Runner. What? Why not? I mean, what a great opportunity it would have been to just give you Cade's Ace of Spades catalyst. At least that would have felt good. Because that's still random. You don't even have the catalyst. Well, they give right? you the catalyst for Risk Runner too, but you know, I already well, have I'm that. Just, I'm just talking about Ace of Spades catalyst would have made sense because it's new. It's brand new to the expansion. That's that's one of the things that they did add was, was catalyst to all the old shit. The the year two shit. Not all. Some of it. And the crazy thing is, what you have to look forward to for the next month is two more exotics. Leviathan's Breath and Divinity. And Divinity is Garden of Salvation Raid. Yep. I'm looking at my stats right now. When I ended Forsaken, I had 10 mobility, 6 resilience, 3 recovery. Now with this new armor, anytime that something has pretty high mobility naturally, I wear it. So I'm getting basically what used to be called mobility armor or whatever, whatever they used to call it. You know, it just has natural mobility on it. And I also have a mobility bond on every single piece of armor. That's five of them. And that, that's what it takes to get your mobility up to 100 because it's out of 100 now. But now my resilience is only 3 or 30. And my recovery is 17, which is 1. Well, so, I didn't even have those numbers beforehand anyways. Who fucking knows what that even means now? Well, I'm just saying, when I had this armor, when I got mobility armor and put mobility, 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 bleh, mobility mods and other mods too. I mean, I used to be able to get another three, people are going to think five, another five points. Actually, you fucking actually are over here censoring the podcast. <laughs> no, we got new toys, Monty and I. We just wanted let's to fuck each other. Topic yet? We're still talking. Let's keep talking about the fucking. No, we're talking about all the things we don't like. What? That's fine. We'll get to that though. Just in terms of, we're still on content here. Because here's the weird thing. Yesterday we did the Vex invasion, or whatever, because that started. Um. You know what's weird about that is that was a shitload of content. Well, it wasn't a shitload. It was a shitload of loot. Oh, yeah. A decent amount of content. But it's the same five shitty weapons over and over again. Yeah, and that's really what I wanted to get to here is, you know, if you... (laughs) So the game launches October 1st, and then there's like 
I don't know, like 10 different pieces of gear. That's a full set of some kind of dream back, dream weave armor or something. And then some weapons that you get from Eris Morn. And these, these can only be obtained from these essences. And some of them are okay. It depends on your flavor, I guess. The SMG, I like the SMG a lot. Uh, a lot of the other stuff is, man, I haven't really tried everything. I've heard the machine gun is really great from, you know, credible sources. Sometimes It's okay. Sources. I mean, it's the same archetype as Hammerhead. So, I mean, um, I've been using Hammerhead so long, it just feels good to do, do something different. So you, you get... Nothing special. You get these essences that drop on the moon, and then you combine those together to get, a like, a bigger essence. And then you can use that bigger essence to pick up one of these pseudo quests that you then have to do. It's basically, it feels like a bigger version of a, a bounty. You know, you have ones that are like, well, kill. I'm looking at them right now. So the ones for gear are simpler. It's like nightmares defeated, fallen defeated on the moon, a hundred hive defeated on the moon, a hundred. Right, but then now the ones for weapons. The missions, by the way, it's exactly yeah, well, the stuff you have to do between the. Missions. You get the you get the essences randomly from opening chests and killing things. But the other the other essences for weapons are like uh, activities completed, which is a percentage. So you just got to go do public events and we shit. All have that. Kills yeah. with the type of weapon is going to reward for. So for like essence of greed, it's machine gun kills, and the reward is a machine gun. A machine gun. Yeah. And then the third thing is always just pick something up off the ground. From yeah, some, some random, random place. That's, that's, like this yeah, one's ethereal charms and withered plumes. It doesn't matter what it says. It's the MacGuffin. Go pick up the MacGuffin for your yeah. little thingy thing. And But the thing is, is after you get it the first time and you turn it in for your weapon, it's a, it's still a random roll. It's not a curated roll. So yeah, you, can, you can buy these essences again. And all you have to do is get the kills because you've already done the activities and picked up the MacGuffin. So, the problem is these guns aren't that great. Yes. There's nothing special or amazing. They, once again, Bungie just shows they don't know how to do itemization. There's who the fuck like the raid came out to yesterday. Five days after launch, the raid comes out, and immediately those guns become useless to anybody doing the raids. I can't imagine that the raid weapons aren't better. I mean, I haven't done the raid. But typically, that's how it goes in this fucking game. The raid weapons are superior. Well, they have to be, works. kind of, in this case, because you only have a handful of weapons to pick from, and none of them are really even if like the type raiding, of archetype you want. Even if you're not raiding, they give you... F so, five days later starts the Vex invasion, which makes everything prior to that redundant. You just yeah. do the Vex invasion. We're go back to the tower. Way. We're going to look at Ikora's quests yeah she gives you four quests because this is a ridiculous cannon, stupid fucking rifle, loop and rifle. i want to make sure i get it right <laughs> and and i think one's an auto rival like they're not good none of them uh, the scout rifle's okay it's nothing amazing I, well I don't even... while i'm waiting here do you want to you want to know about the best weapon i picked up this is great the best we weapon i picked up since shadow keep is drum roll Half dandy. That's right. A year one weapon. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. So real quick, it's got the might of multi-tool chevron sight that highlights targets, which is like the best one in the game. 
It's got, the mag doesn't matter. Uh, dynamic sway reduction, so the longer you hold the trigger down, the less recoil there is and the more bullet magnetism you get. Which is good for this gun because it shoots really slow. This is the 360 RPM auto rifle. Yeah. The one that's just like... Duh, 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 duh. So it has a 35 round magazine and that doesn't go by quickly, really, because it shoots so slow. And then range finder, so I get more range when I ADS, which is always. And then it has a range masterwork. So the longer I hold the trigger down, the better the accuracy gets. The range is maxed out and I have range finder. And the best sight in the game. And... It's not OP or anything, but it's, it it's sniper good. range. It feels good to have that range on something you could just hold the button down and it's a laser beam. It does pretty range well in Crucible. everything in Destiny too, because at any point, if your gun's not at optimal range, you're inefficient. Yeah. True. Uh, I haven't done no any of the numbers. I would say this is at least 55 meters. There's no real way to fucking know what that optimal range is when you're playing the game because you're not sitting here thinking, okay, how close is that? You gotta go. To you gotta go either watch a YouTube video or test it yourself with Darcy to see when the damage fall off starts happening, and just kind of get a feel for it and hope that you're in range most of the time. Like, yeah, okay, so you definitely get accustomed to like what the optimal range for your hand cannon is. Right, and that's probably another Jesus reason Christ. that this auto rifle does pretty well in Crucible right now is because I'm just constantly outranging hand cannons because people nice aren't used to the damage drop off at all. Yeah, it's really supposed to be the benefit to hand cannons is the range is decent. And so now some people are complaining it. that they when they complain they say, "Well, I can't compete against a pulse rifle anymore." It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be able to compete against a pulse rifle, but. If you've used blast furnace, pulse rifles can compete against snipers. So I, I and scout rifles for sure. So I don't really know. That's not a good argument, but what they're saying is still true. Like you can't compete with real. There's not really a reason to use hand cannons anymore because you have submachine guns. Well, the problem it's like is basically Bungie the same range, only way easier to use. Bungie doesn't understand the whole concept of why guns should shoot differently in a video game. In real life, the whole oh. point of burst fire is that if you full auto, you're not going to have any control over the fucking weapon. So burst fire allows you to do something that's similar to auto, but allows you to control the recoil better. So you can get almost as many bullets downrange as an auto, full auto, but you have that little pause in between where your negative pressure on the weapon or negative feedback allows you to adjust it so you're not fucking all over the place most people don't you you know in a single shot which most people go with semi-auto is just far superior because it's just control you know there's unless you have a weapon that is mounted full auto isn't really gonna be an ideal situation I mean, this is real life you're talking about, right? Because like Call of Duty right. or something, full auto at like across the yeah. map. Yeah, that still yes, works. Real somehow. life is what I'm talking about. And Bungie incorporates these different methods into their game and just spins it their own way, which makes no sense because pulse rifles, you have pulse rifles that go, and then pulse rifles that go, and it's just, First of all, it should be as fast as you pull the trigger, but but Bungie doesn't incorporate recoil. There's no real recoil in this game. There's patterns. Uh, 
I've sh I've shot burst fire weapons in real life, and the thing about burst burst fire weapons is the speed of the burst the that is as fast as the gun can shoot. That's right. So technically, if you match the the firing, you can treat it like a full auto weapon. I mean, I've done it. We we fucked around with it in basic training. Yeah, around with burst fire, and that's the point of burst. I yeah. just, but for Bungie, they want to make it this weird, like it seems like it's almost like it has no place. Pulse it, rifle it really shouldn't doesn't. even exist. Pulse rifles should just be an option on auto rifles. Auto rifles should have the option to switch between burst, full auto, and single fire. And they there you have your scout rifles, your fucking pulse rifles, and your assault rifles all in one. That's I, I still feel like scout rifles should be their own class. Well, DMR like a marksman yeah. weapon. But yeah. the thing is, is like they tried to insert pulse rifles in between auto rifles and scout rifles in this game, and there's not enough range diversity to really warrant that. So they're constantly just fucking with pulse rifles. But the yeah. last, like, because pulse rifles used to suck in year one. I'm sure you remember. The so they buffed them, and what did that do? It made yeah. fucking scout rifles irrelevant. So well, now problem, no one fucking uses them. The problem with them. scout rifles is that they're they're so good in Destiny because if you can find a scout rifle that has no recoil at all hardly and puts enough puts more bullets down range, it's going to always be superior to to a scout rifle or an assault rifle. For example, um what's the name of the fucking exotic? I can never remember it off the top of my head. The the fucking Egyptian themed one or whatever. It's fucking amazing. Vigilance Wing? Vigilance Wing is a five-burst exotic pulse rifle. It has barely any recoil. So when you shoot that thing, it's like a laser beam, and five bullets go downrange and hit the target. And if you're aiming for the head, that's a lot of damage on a target. It's a two-burst two kill. If you, if you try to put five bullets downrange with an assault rifle or a scout rifle in the same amount of time, as that as the vigilance wing it's just not going to happen it's it's not going to be as accurate with the assault rifle or it's not going to happen fast enough with the scout rifle and they try to do this weird thing where it's like well the assault rifle does more damage but its range is worse than the pulse rifle and then the scout rifle has better range but it does less damage than this assault rifle or the the, the well, pulse no, rifle I mean in PVP pulse rifle. rifles have kind of made scout rifles obsolete but this yeah. buff made him so like you can use a scout rifle if you want but you would think like yeah, if they push it out of hold on, hold on. you think really if you buff, push it out of if you push it out of pve like that like oh well it's probably good for pvp right well no because you have snipers so yeah. between a, a scout rifle and i mean between a pulse rifle and a sniper there's no place for scout rifles now so they're there's still no not great here's the fucked up part though they have a quest for the crucible to get a scout rifle it's a 260 RPM full auto scout rifle. And the quest is play a lot of fucking PvP with a scout rifle. So I gotta take a shit weapon and fucking play it in PvP. Mida multi-tool was a fucking meta thing in D1 in D2 year one is because sniper rifles were power weapons only. Yes, there and were no... the bullet magnetism was maxed out on that gun, so yeah. it was super easy to get headshots from across the map. So they nerfed now... that. Now that they've changed that, it's just been weird ever since. It doesn't, they need to do something. They need to like keep things in line or something. I don't fucking know, man. I, I don't know what they can do at this well, point. Well, here, I'm, I'm back at Ikora. Let's, let's talk about this loop for a little bit. So let me, let me 
explain how this works. Uh, this is for Vex Offensive, which is basically, I would say, like a mini menagerie on the on the Vex simulation world or whatever. Except you get a chest yeah, after it's, each it's, encounter. Yeah, it's exactly it's what the menagerie should. It's be. like the it's yeah, but the menagerie had more unique, more raid type encounters, whereas this is more yeah. like horde mode. But I mean, it's fine. Um, so you get bounties from Ikora, and they give you XP and Vex Mind components. And then you use those Vex Mind components to buy data seeds. There's four of them right now, and each of these gives you a weapon. There's one for hand cannon, pulse rifle, scout rifle, and submachine gun, and you need 50 kills with whatever type of weapon. It's pretty quick. Yeah, and, and these you are get, basically bounties. Yeah, and they give you, um, the, you know, their corresponding weapon type. At your oh, level, they they're, it's not powerful gear or anything. You can repeat them no. as many times as you can, and they kind of suck. They're mediocre. Yeah, they're mediocre at best. So this is where you yep, get your 180 RPM. Half decent is the, the scout, scout rifle. Yeah, I and mean the scout rifle is fine, but scout rifles in general aren't OP or anything. They're more superior scout rifles. Yeah, they're definitely not. more superior. Scout All right, so so that's the basic loop. Well, but the they, hold on, I'm getting to well, it. You ready? Yeah, I'm letting you get the kicker. Here comes. The I'm gonna let you finish. You get these weapons as drops while doing the activity that you need for the bounty way more often than you do with the fence. Just trying to get these from data seeds. So I like you'll go in a data seed and got four of the fucking hand cannons <laughs> and they're the all shit. It, no, but like it would actually be okay if you got menagerie weapons or something of that caliber out of them, or you got to choose it would be okay right? if they were powerful or if they had like better stats on them or something, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you have the weapon that you're, you have an NPC that gives you weapon blueprints to complete for a new resource you put in the game with the update so you go do the thing that's new to the update that gives you the resources it's, so you can get it's essentially black armory down. if black armory dropped black armory weapon well yeah that's like, what i was gonna say this game needs something in between this and black armory because black armory was a little bit too much go do this to get this and then turn these in for this other thing and then use those things to get one of these blueprints and then go and do this activity and you can only do this many per week and it was a little too convoluted and this is a little too self-enclosed and simple you know like there needs to be a repeatable quest that gives you good weapons that you could farm for god rolls it's not fucking annoying as shit like reckoning if this had like one more component to it maybe and the and the rewards were better they they'd pretty much have it nailed down, but I mean, there's no reason to do this. The whole like this should the whole focus on this fucking content right here should be helping people get the max light level. I don't know how the fuck people got to nine forty for the raid in that amount of time because I've done every powerful quest and I'm only up to nine fifteen. I could probably be up to nine seventeen. You go from launch day where you have Eris Morn. And your little fucking table that produces a full set of gear and uh, each type of fucking one of each type of weapon from essences. And then you abandon that five days later for some fucking invasion bullshit that gives you four weapons to choose from. It's so fucking weird. And it's crazy because we finished the campaign. And we did all of our little challenges and we did that in three days. And I want to emphasize this. We played Tuesday. We played Thursday. 
We played Friday. Well, we didn't even play that much on Tuesday and Thursday. I well, you did, I think. But Tuesday, the game was. I broken. played probably three. I would say it's a six-hour campaign. If you do nothing but the campaign, it's about six hours. It's not even just about the campaign. It's about six hours until you get burnout. Until you're right back to where you were before Shadowkeep came out, with nothing to do, waiting for reset. That's unacceptable. Well, they want you to go play another character. That's an expansion launch, and that's unacceptable. That's still, that's not, that is just unacceptable for an expansion launch. This is, there's less content here than Osiris. Comparable. I don't know, I don't know if there's less, I mean, Osiris had the campaign and then that public event, and that was kind of it. I mean, the campaign was drawn out, though. Yeah, there there were quite a few missions, and it took a while to do them. Like, this moon stuff, you can crunch that shit out in, like, an hour, maybe two. If you played this game hardcore, you could have this game this done in a day. There's already people fun. that have all their fucking characters at, you know, the, the maximum they can be before waiting for a reset. The people who have done the, the raid are probably part, the only people that have above 950 yeah, I, at this point. I saw someone in the tower yesterday at 949 light. Yeah, the so they must have done the raid. Everything drops blues. It, it was before, like, I was watching. Well, then he got really the lucky with their drops, before. I guess. Or maybe yeah, they. The part is you spend the entire time getting blues. One blue. They could just blue. have three characters and just doing all the fucking. Well, miles yeah, I know, blues. but here's Whatever the problem. The fuck they call it now. Miles Here's, challenges. I I don't fucking know. Here's the problem with Bungie's fucking loot system, right? Like you go in your armor, and now you can level up your armor, which costs resources, costs glimmer, legendary shards, and then eventually enhancement cores, and then it costs a lot of enhancement cores translated into some other item for some reason to masterwork it for no reason. And then it costs glimmer to put mods on it. But the like, why would you ever upgrade your fucking armor while you're leveling? Which would be fine if this, you know, when you got to 900 after the soft cap, after a day or two, you could really start investing in your armor. But now it's, they just fucking drip feed you armor upgrades. So now you're always walking around in inferior armor because you don't want to waste your resources upgrading that shit, you know? So like, I'll put everything up to plus five because that just costs glimmer legendary shards, which I have plenty of. But once it starts costing enhancement cores, I'm not going to waste it on this shit. Yeah. It's a dumb fucking idea. So you spend so much of your time and just in shitty armor. And the thing is, is they didn't make enhancement cores any easier to get. No. So once once these just are gone, hard, if not harder, because we're not, you know, before you could get guaranteed ten enhancement cores a week, three from or no, you know, you you could get seven from spider but since the main content is pushing us on the moon and not on the tangled shore we're not getting ghost shells unless we go out and like fuck off and not do the shit that we should be doing for lesser gear to get these damn ghost shell fragments Mm. and then we have to pay these ghost shell fragments to fucking spider to get these fucking enhancement cores it's fucking yeah. retarded because you you don't get powerful gear from it anymore. You used to get one powerful gear from doing spider shit, his bounties. 
and you don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. it's it's not as bad as it sounds because, like, for menagerie and all those old activities, you used to get powerful gear sometimes for some of them, and now it's legendary gear, but it's not. It doesn't drop at seven fifty. It drops yeah. close to your level, so you're not really. You can still go back and do that old shit. Like you can still go do menagerie and fill up your chalice and you know, try to get that god roll and it won't be completely fucking useless when you when you get it. But I mean, it's not even that big of a deal because anything you get that's worthwhile, you could just infuse anyway. That's another problem is there's no nothing new is good. Yeah. I mean, I don't even all, all the weapons I want are still from Forsaken or Year 1. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic. I'm sick of that shit. Like, we, all like next week I'm gonna be doing fucking reckoning again at least yeah. once. Fucking yay! It's the same shit. This feels like a patch. This feels like one of these fucking DLC patches that comes around every season. Nothing feels like an expansion. You know, with expansions, you know this, and they keep dropping the ball on this every fucking time you know when they first started doing this when when we played year one and they came out with the dlc i was upset because they were called expansions back then we had something called an expansion pass and not a single one of those fucking things added in new abilities or new trees new 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 rows of, of yeah, well surprise they weren't expansions they were dlc they just called and them then expansions. when they come out with the actual expansion forsaken they add in one new spec for every fucking class. And that kind of shit makes it feel like a fucking expansion. Something right. that's game-changing and drives the game forwards. And then they drop the ball and do Shadow Keep, and nothing new is added. Oh, artifact, guys. It, it's stupid because they keep doing this. It's it's like a, a trade-off system. They have one bad expansion, one eh, okay expansion, yeah. and then well, they go back to being shitty again. I, I like the fact that the armor now you can kind of customize a little more on, but I mean, okay. I go into my fucking gate Lord's eye and it gives you Fresh. eventually the auto rifle loader, enhanced auto rifle loader, enhanced hand cannon loader, which, you know, took a bit of grinding and forsaken to get, but I had them. It's right? not even a goddamn talent but tree. I would it's be a much fucking mod. Yeah. Well, I would be better off. If I had kept the gear I was using at the end of Forsaken and just fucking infused them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would have had more fucking stats in terms of numbers, and I still would have had all this enhanced loader and all the shit for hand the Artifact that I is want. fucking lame. All it does is give you a choice of things to unlock, which, first of all, is stupid because you're required to get barrier breakers. And overload breakers. Oh yeah, we'll get like to that. that. That's a terrible and then, system and then that they put on in. On top of that, all the other stuff is really fucking weak, mundane mods that you unlock that you still have to pay for to put on your guns. Like yeah. when you kill a hive with a finisher, you get more glimmer. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, I it's got it open. Lame. Here's a few. Or, and it takes up a slot. Like, and it's so fucking long to level up. Or Holy hand shit. cannon reloader. Specifically just hand cannons. Why? Well, it's the enhanced loader. Yeah, but it doesn't feel... Why is it just applied to one weapon? It doesn't feel good at all. It feels like shit. It's and you can't trash. unlock all of them. So, like, it's yeah, not... Which it's is fucking dumb. And it's seasonal. So the second the season ends... 
you it's lose it. Gone. Yeah, it's gone. They have the power so, to just take well, away. Hold your... on. Let, let's take a step back. Here's a few. Here's here's two from tier one. Defeating Vex Minotaurs grants weapon parts. Ooh. <laughs> Defeating Vex combatants grants extra glimmer. Wow. Hey. All right, tier two. Here's a couple. Uh, Anti-barrier hand cannon. Shield-piercing rounds designed Required. to bypass combatant Needed. defenses. Yeah, so this whole row and they is don't hand cannon, bow, uh, auto rifles and submachine guns, hand cannon, and auto rifles and submachine guns again. And so, you, so guess you what have you to have get? to use in Nightfalls? If you want to do the highest fucking level Nightfall, those are the weapons you have to use. There's only one in tier two that is unstoppable, which is you know, for unstoppable champions. And that's for hand cannon. So someone in your fucking group needs to have a hand cannon with this on it. Yeah. Right. All right. So tier three, or this is where all your enhanced loaders mod. are, which these are actually good. And you can actually put two on one piece of gear, which is different right. than it was in forsaken. But I mean, <laughs> the fact that this is like the best in slot right here is kind of telling it's fucking reload speed. And even though it says, greatly increases reload speed of hand cannons it's not greatly increased i would when say I when up, it says enhanced it. when it says enhanced what it really means is noticeable anything below enhanced loaders you don't even fucking notice it's so interesting i feel like they did nerf enhanced loaders too because last think they season, did it just it never felt year, great they felt i mean they felt better i had an enhanced rocket launcher why loader. the fuck do i have to apply this to my gun afterwards why don't i just have it on my character across all my fucking hand cannons in my fucking like, reload speed fuck? in general is too fucking low like for everything unless it has outlaw on this it also have to take up a fucking space on my fucking weapons mod slot all right so the next tier up here's one bo ballistic combo Ugh. Grants melee energy on final blows with shield piercing weapons or when a member of your fire team shuts down a barrier champion's ability. Wow. Oh, that's wordy. Here's the next one. Overload grenades. Void grenades cause disruption, delaying ability energy regeneration, and lowering combatant damage output. Strong against overload champions. Wow. Wow. All right. Last tier. Arc battery. Grants overshield and reduce cooldown during activation for all arc class abilities. So, I mean, that could be pretty good in a build, except it costs five energy. Yeah, so you have to still <laughs> apply it to shit. Five out of a... Out take of up a, a fucking slot. Out of a maximum of ten. Yeah. But you're not going to get... Not to mention, it, it takes a lot of resources to, to get a piece of gear to have ten. Again, you can't yeah. get all of these... Yeah, you gotta pick and choose. Now, so why technically, does it just fucking apply. Hold on, you can get all of these technically. Seven? Yeah, heavy <laughs> finisher. To, to, to yeah, listen to this. Finishers <laughs> generate heavy ammo. Requires one half of your super energy, which generates super fucking slow fuck? now, and it costs seven energy. How much That's fucking seven. power ammo is that? How much could it be? Seven rockets. I'm. I don't even want to fucking test it. Seven it, rockets for half retarded. of your. Hold on, let me let me make this point real quick. Bar. You can reset well, no, your points. We don't even know if it's full. You can reset like, your we points. Don't even know if it gives you full. It's not, I'm just saying that's not even worth it. To 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 fill up your fucking rocket launcher is not worth half your fucking super bar. No, of course it's not. So here's the fucked up part. 
if you actually want to get coordinated and shit with a team, and you'll probably have to, there's probably overload enemies and shit in the raid too. There's going to come a time when you need to reset and it costs 10,000 glimmer, which is fine, but I don't really see the point of having you unlock these. You're capped at 12 points, so you only get to pick a certain number of them. But then you might need another one at some point, so do you want me to come in here and fucking reset it? And then respec, and then reapply to all your weapons? It's just a waste of fucking resources. Dude, they sold this as an amazing thing. When they talked about the artifact in the fucking developer update shit, and it was the video where they were talking about all the details, they were like, we're... We don't want to tell you what else is in the later stages of the artifact. We don't want to spoil that. Guess what? It's trash. Yeah, it's all trash. It's shit like Grant's bonus super damage. If here's here's what they don't get. Wounded. They are so oh. afraid to make big changes that they will not put anything in this talent tree that changes your gameplay style. It's not right? a talent tree. It's a mod unlock. No, but All I mean, of these are mods. You know how in Borderlands or even like Remnant from the Ashes, like you get some piece of gear or some talent or some gun that all of a sudden, like it all just clicks and you're like, oh man, I got a pretty good build now. And it just changes your gameplay style. Yeah. There's nothing like that in here. So nothing. everything that you get, like there's no, okay, let's pick one. Grants overshield and reduce cooldown during activation for all arc class abilities. So yeah, it changes your gameplay style in that if you want to use that, go play an arc sum class, you f <laughs> But, I mean, it's only gonna make a difference when your fucking cooldowns are up. So, what are you gonna do? Play around that? Run and hide for a minute or two minutes until your cooldown is up? Like, no, you're gonna keep playing the way you're playing with the guns that you like using. And this shit is just going to happen in the background and make things feel marginally better. It is such a fucking grind for shit that makes almost no difference. I mean, just look at the last tier. Heavy finisher. We talked about that. Finishers generate heavy ammo. Requires one half of your super energy. Or you can get oppressive darkness. Causes damage. Causing damage with a void grenade. Adds a weaken effect to enemies. What the fuck does that even mean? What's the weaken effect? How much? Arc battery. Grants overshield and reduce cooldown during activation for all arc class abilities. Thunder coil grants bonus damage for all arc melee abilities and refunds super energy on finisher final blows. That's not bad. From the depth grants vo bonus void super damage if cast while critically wounded. Lasts until the end of super activation. So if you're fucking solar, go fuck yourself, faggot. Yeah, I don't get why these are themed. I don't know. I don't know why these are elementally skewed because vex yeah. don't use fire <laughs> it's fucking dumb these shouldn't even say art class abilities it should just be all class abilities all class abilities this this is an artifact that sits on your character this is not yes, something and you, you can't carry change your artifact either it's not like you have a choice of it which artifact you use ghost shell it's a, a single fucking artifact Retarded. Why am I stuck having to choose from, you know, handgun loaders and I can't use a gun that I actually want to use, like a grenade launcher? Yeah, like, there's nothing here for, like, other weapons. That's the weird thing. I, they, there's no anti-barrier for, like, assault rifles and shit. Like, if you want to use... Well, there is first. Oh, there yeah. is for assault rifles. Yeah. 
So let's say you're a shotgun guy. Go fuck yourself. You have to use auto rifles, submachine guns, or hand bows, <laughs> or bows. No, or no, no. I'm rifle. talking about for breaking barriers. Oh, the big barriers. Yeah. Hand cannons, assault rifles, submachine guns. You don't like those three weapons? You're not going to be fucking useful to your fire team in a nightfall. Yeah. That whole, this new enemy type thing is terrible. I don't even, they don't explain it. All I know Great is there these these weapons and shit, these things you put on your gun have a shape. It's either square, circle, or triangle. And then these enemies, when you see them, will have that symbol next to their name. And when you see that, you just fucking switch to the corresponding it's, shape. Yeah, it's a great and concept, shoot them. but that's where the problem lies. It's really just shoot them with a specific weapon. Yeah. Uh-oh, this guy's Basically, got a bubble they, on. They get a bubble randomly weapon. and heal themselves, or they do damage, or something happens. They go into this little state where they take less damage, and you got to switch to the right weapon. And it's fucking stupid because it takes up that slot. So if like I wanted to have backup mag or counterbalance stock, nope. nope. Gotta replace it with this fucking shit for those specific enemies. That you can't skip and there's no other way to deal with them. If you don't break that shield, you are not fucking killing it. Well, you can use your super. Like they heal when they're in the yeah. shield. So like you could just if do you, enough if damage. You can kill but... it fast enough. You you know you you can bypass needing it, which but, is why it'll be completely useless because eventually people will just be able to burn through these enemies so goddamn fast. Well, what what I was about to say is in instances like the fucking the the ordeal when you're doing it on an impossible fucking difficulty, there's no way you can burn through this shit. Yeah, we there's no going into nightfalls under level anymore. Yeah, we we went on not even the hardest version of the ordeal. And we couldn't even burn through Remember the what, first 30, 30 item levels below champion. Yeah. And does, and the devs changed it so that, you know, they don't become immune until you're a hundred item levels below. So apparently they want people to play shit under leveled. At least that's how it seemed from the campaign where we were constantly under leveled with nothing to do to grind our fucking shit up except for strikes. Yeah. And we were still running into shit that was immune during well, the campaign. Also, I forgot to mention, are you a, a pulse rifle guy and a sidearm guy? Well, fuck you. The entire third tier is not for you at all. Because the enhanced hand cannon loader, submachine gun loader, bow loader, fusion rifle loader, and auto rifle loader are all that exist in that fucking row. There is no enhanced sidearm loader. There is no enhanced... It's uh, a continuation of the shitty things in Forsaken. Like, Forsaken, they added these bounties and shit every day with rewards that you absolutely needed like enhancement course forcing you to use weapons you didn't want to use it's like go get a hundred fucking bow kills in the crucible I'm like fuck and you just fucking chase that fucking carrot because you needed those enhancement cores and now it's not even like go do this activity with this weapon but i mean god forbid you come across a bounty in this expansion that's like get a hundred kills with a pulse rifle like all right well that's not benefiting from anything in my fucking artifact at all <laughs> You're constantly at a disadvantage. I mean, you feel weaker than you ever have by default. But then you get these upgrades that are very situational for specific weapons, and then half the time the game's like, don't fucking use that, you piece of shit. It's so fucking... I don't know what they were thinking. Like, there's no... It's like all these self-contained systems 
that you can kind of see where they were going on their own. But then when you put them all together, it's just, it doesn't make any fucking it sense. They don't work. work together at all. It's just like the fucking update that just came out. It doesn't fit in with the ending of Shadow Key. You, and let's just talk about lore. So you, you go to the fucking moon because whatever reason, there's some shit happening on the moon. You get there and you're like fighting Hive and your ghost is like, these aren't even Hive. They're just energy signatures. More like pure darkness or some shit. And you hit a point where you walk into an area that has, you know, I guess been there the whole time and we never found because we're fucking retarded. And you find out, oh, look at that. There's one of these pyramid darkness ships that we've been hearing about since D1 on the moon. And it's in the moon and desolate. Spoiler alert. And when I say spoiler, I mean nothing's going to happen, okay? So when I say spoiler right now, you don't even have to mute or click off because nothing goes anywhere. Eris Morn comes up and is like, hey, Guardian, look at these spirits of my old fire team haunting me slowly but surely. And nothing comes of that the entire fucking time. She'll get a new fucking fire team member that's been dead and nothing happens. Well, it's because, again, Bungie sold this whole idea of like, well, we can't do like a whole new game mode or a whole self-contained progression system in one season. It's just too much work. So instead, we're just going to come out with a season. You're going to experience it. And then when the next season comes out, the story progresses and the original season and all its gear goes away until we decide to bring it back. I'm just talking about lore right now. Right? Yeah, right? no, I am too. But like for I, every other season, doing this. it if had its own self-contained story. Right now, well then, fuck you. Like that's pretty much what they're saying. If you're not playing our game right now, fuck you. You're not getting the fucking loot from this. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the loot. Like every, uh, like for Menagerie, right? With that season of opulence, that was a whole self-contained thing. You know, I mean, there wasn't much of a story, but there was a story. And even as far back as, like, Warmind and Curse of Osiris, I had its whole self-contained story. And at the end of it, it was done. Now, that apparently, that's too much work. So, for this story, you get part one of four. Well, See in January, I don't even, I don't even trust that. Like, you get to, you find the pyramid, airs more and blah, blah, blah. But it, here's the, the best part is... You go down to the pyramid over the course of, I mean, it's such bullshit. You almost get there and then you get pushed back and then you almost get there, you get pushed back and then you finally get down to the pyramid. You go inside and they teleport you to the black garden to set up the raid and it's you. <laughs> the darkness is you. Whatever the fuck that means. Cut to black. Story over. Cut to season one. Vex invasion. What the fuck? What do yeah, you it's mean? not very coherent. Apparently, you gotta go read all the fucking lore if you want it to make sense. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that indeed. I don't want to fucking no, read. The like, first fucking season should be continuing this darkness shit. I'm so sick of them fucking teasing the darkness and then backing off onto something else. They did it with fucking Destiny 2. Destiny 2 comes out, the fucking Red War, after the Taken King thing happens. Oh shit, Gaul comes and fucks you up and kicks your fucking ass like you're nothing and traps the Traveler, takes away your light, and you're nothing. You have to go get your light back from a shard of the Traveler that fell off a long time ago. You get your fucking light back, and then 
You go kick Dominus Gaul's ass, and he's so powerful that you can't even beat him. The Traveler has to wake up, and in doing so, it lets the darkness sitting outside of the galaxy know that it's awoken and where it's at exactly, and it starts moving in. Oh, shit, here comes the darkness. Uh, and then Curse of Osiris comes where Osiris, this guy we've heard about forever, just comes out and he's like, oh, there's simulations being run that we need to deal with because somehow simulations can affect reality. So we go deal with the simulations and everything's fine. I'll just go back to being Osiris in the simulation. <laughs> oh, I got a phone call. It's Anna Bray. Hey, I found out that my name's Anna Bray and it's been that way my entire time as a guardian. And I just found out that I might be related to Bray Tech this whole fucking time. So we're going to go to Mars where this Bray Tech facility is at. And hey, guess what? We learned that the Bray Tech facility built Rasputin. And we're going to go meet Rasputin. And he's going to give us his power to help us fight the darkness when it comes. Uh, it's a javelin. It's a shitty javelin that sucks ass, everybody. And story end she just stays there Zavala's like I didn't like that you did that but whatever and Rasputin is just there and I don't know what that means and then bring, bring. <laughs> hey it's Cade I got this prison you know I didn't tell anybody about it I mean other people know about it but not you Guardian because fuck you who are you I got this prison and it's full of like strike bosses you know? <laughs> I know this darkness is coming <laughs> I know this darkness is coming. I got this prison and it's full of. I don't know. You don't know. But the player knows the darkness is coming. The traveler hasn't said anything in a long time. We don't even have a fucking speaker right now. But like there's strike bosses and they're trying to break out. Let's go fuck them up. Oh, no. Cade's killed. Oh, no. We got to get vengeance on these barons for killing Cade even if you don't fucking like him or care about him. And look at that. We got vengeance. All right. Oh, what's that? Some random dude just showed up. He's calling himself the drifter. He's got some <laughs> new game where guardians kill each other and also taken and he's collecting taken stuff. All oh, the nine are involved. Look, the nine are talking. What? What does that mean? What? What? what, what? Oh, Wait a minute. The Niner over here, everybody, they want to tell us something. But time out. This robot just woke up. She's got <laughs> ebony armory shit over here. Black.com armory. And we're going to get new guns so we can fight the darkness. Except we're going to throw those guns away because we're going to the moon. Eris has come and she's got guns with feathers and like trinkets and shit wrapped on the guns. And that makes them stronger. But fuck that, the Vex are here. That's the story of <laughs> Destiny 2. Up to uh, clip that. To. That's like <laughs> Destiny in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's like, pretty what, much it. What is happening? It go. It's going nowhere, man. This game is going nowhere. Story wise, it's going nowhere, and, and gameplay wise too. You guys hit on that. Every fucking season that comes around, it's like, forget the other season. Yeah. We came back to the end of Forsaken. When did we start playing? Like July or something like that? We started yeah. playing in like July. It took us like almost three months to get through all the content of 
Forsaken plus, like plus a, all the a, seasons. A solid few weeks of grinding and then like a month of not playing. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff was useless. I mean, some of the stuff we did just for fun, but a lot of the stuff was useless. Like Black Armory was where a lot of the things were at. The only reason to do fucking Gambit was to get the uh, product. What was it? I don't even remember the fucking name of the weapons. You know what I'm saying? The, the fucking weapons. special way, the pinnacle weapons. Yeah. And like, that's it. They just abandon shit. Every time a new fucking season comes out, they, like as soon as fucking opulence was over, it's useless. No point in doing it. Chalice is useless. Like, look at your inventory right now. You have the fucking chalice in your inventory. Yeah, it's you can useless. come back and do it. You can go back and do pointless. menagerie. I mean, those weapons still are Not relevant. Even in your inventory, sorry. It takes up a quest slot. Forgot yeah. that. Just it's still there. Why? The, why? Because I mean, after it's just fucking stupid that after like the first week, let's say you, you got a life, right? And it takes you three weeks to get as far as we gotten in a week. For the next two months, all you're gonna be doing is either raiding or going back to old content. Yeah. And the there's Vex no loops here. Really it's the same fucking shitty four loop. weapons in one loop, and then another fucking what? Six, seven weapons for another shitty loop. It's not even the worth Vex doing. Offensive is a glorified weekly challenge with like sometimes you get loot. Like a lot of loot. It gives you a lot of loot, but it's the same shitty loot and it it might give you one or two points on your I mean, where are the exotic quests? You know, like did we even get any? We got like one, right? And they gave us Risk Runner. Why are there so few exotics? At least if there were a bunch of exotics, I'd have reason to keep playing and grinding shit to get the new exotics. This expansion is weird. This is the weirdest expansion they've ever had. It just it's so fucking short. It is just another moon mission and it feels like shit. You feel weaker than ever. There's so few exotic. I cannot stress how few exotics there are compared to previous anything. It's like this it's is like this is worse than MMOs in the sense that like when a new expansion comes out, you end up weaker than before, and then you have to fight this fucking uphill battle for weeks or months just to get back to where you originally were. And with all the fucking nerfs, I don't even know if there is getting back to where we were at Forsaken in terms of how the game feels to play. You still feel like a weak piece of shit. That hasn't changed. The the the, the problem is with that is the cap is just so weird. Like they always do this shit where they're like, let's put a soft cap. Why? We'll talk Why? about how they made our grinding from last fucking season completely worthless by making. Oh yeah, the solstice armor. Like I didn't even wear it. I picked it up, and then it immediately was useless. And I've just fucking yeah. Started we putting on highest solstice level solstice armor. Useless, no matter we, what, we because it dropped. Armor was going to be great. It dropped with minimal stats on it. All my solstice armor pieces have like. 40 something stats on them. Well, I still yeah. don't know I if that, that increases with light 70. level. I might increase with light level. But yeah, but still, you only get it once. Yeah. You, you can't 
reacquire solstice armor. But there's no reason to you're you're stuck with the everything one you get. Roll. Everything you get, even blues, is armor 2.0. So why the fuck would you use that when you get a higher item level piece? And the fucked up part is, is like you log in, you get your solstice armor, and then you start the campaign, and you immediately get another fucking set of armor 2.0. So everyone has it. Right? Like, we did that whole solstice shit because they made it sound like you were going to have to do something pretty significant or you were going to be at a disadvantage if you used your original armor and that you would need armor 2.0 right away. But they, they give it, it to you right like, away. They really made it sound like if you did your armor, if you did your solstice armor, once you got to max level, there was going to be some great armor waiting for you. And solstice armor That's just stupid. isn't worth it because, A, okay, Check this. So you get armor like the um, the new Vex armor, right? The shit that's got the leaves on it. When you yeah. go to uh, put mods on it, you know, most armor has three slots for the mods. Well, this armor has a fourth slot. It's the uh, Undying Armor mod. Yeah. Which so, can have some pretty unique stuff it's, in it's it. It's the same it's shit as Dreaming right City. Now. The Dreaming City had armor that you could put special mods on to help you in Dreaming yeah. City. That's the same yeah. thing. This one takes up its own slot, and it, it actually is... It's like increased yeah. damage to Nightmare uh, Hive or, or reduced damage from Nightmare Bosses and shit like that. But yeah, you, you take this Solstice armor, which you grinded so hard to get. Like, doesn't we have fucking it. grinded for this fucking armor. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't have it. Have can't so, put those glows on useless. any other armor. Yeah, you can't put the glows on You it. can't. The only thing you can transmog your armor into is fucking oh Eververse God. shit. I haven't can't even, even got to that bullshit. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to that. Like, Eververse. holy shit. The way they talked about being able to, like, when they showcased it. Here's the thing that pisses me off. I'm almost certain. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. We got to pull the video up right now of, like, them showing off the the armor 2.0 from a couple weeks back where they were sitting there and the chick was sitting there in fucking pajamas. Like it, they had like this shit where it looked like they could choose any fucking piece of gear they wanted, but that's not true. You can only fucking transmog your gear into fucking Eververse gear. Which is like the worst, most goofy-ass looking fucking armor in the game. Like, some of it's good. Like, I, I'm wearing the donning shoulder pieces because it, it looks kind of armored and it doesn't look bad. But most of the other sets look like shit. They look terrible. So that's For some reason, my donning... Like, I had donning armor, but <laughs> it's not showing up in mine. So that solstice armor that you, that you grinded out with its awesome glow effects, you can't make your gear look like that. Which is to the whole fucking point of transmog. You know, we have a fucking standard in this industry. It's called World of Warcraft. It, I, I don't give a fuck what you think about World of Warcraft. They have a system in it called transmog that they put in years and years and years ago. Yeah, it's not and, just World of Warcraft. Like, any other MMO has yeah, that. I mean, and it's Final Fantasy Realm because, Reborn has it. Because Pretty you sure can, Star Wars has it. You can transmog your gear to look like anything of that armor type anything but you look at bungie and they're i don't know if it's the incompetence where they don't know how to program that or if it's just them being a piece of shit it's almost like this they had to get this expansion out at the year mark because they're running out of money you know like 
It seems like everything they added is like half done. And the shit that they really paid attention to was ways to make more money. Yep. And let's talk about Eververse. So you don't level. I want to make this statement. It seems like that they built a full game, a full expansion, and then broke it up into parts so they could release it as seasons. I guaranteed this shit's already made. No, I don't think it's made. I think they know exactly what they're going to do, but they're probably, this is all they had, what they considered done. And they'll just add it later. Bungie has always been king of time gating content. Oh, yeah. They they make I just they still make don't understand the point of not letting you transmog any piece of game, game as they slowly release it. They I they've mean, been doing this shit for fucking years. Even so, even with all the things you guys are saying, I, I don't know how what is like what does that have to do with them letting you transmog to your gear to look like anything? I don't understand that. Like why is that like what in unless they just don't know how to do it, why would they limit you on what you can transmog your gear into? It seems so fucking stupid. It seems like a good opportunity what? for them to fucking just let you buy transmog shit. Oh god. Yeah. But they didn't. Exactly. So the like, old the old way that Eververse used to work is that you get engrams just by playing the game. Every time you leveled, you get an engram. Not anymore. Yeah, every single level. And each character every week, you were guaranteed three fast levels. You, you had the um, little boost at the beginning of every week where it's like you get to level up a little quicker for the first three levels for each character, mind you. So three characters, nine easy engrams. Yeah. Well, now you got this whole fucking Call of Duty style season system where you get season ranks. There's a hundred of them. And they're going to take fucking forever to get them all. And mm-hmm. every certain amount of levels, like 10 levels or something, you get an Ingram. And 10 levels, well, just to put it in perspective, uh, I've been 19... playing for probably, I would say, 24 hours. 24 hours of game time since this expansion came out. And I am level 20 out of 100. 20. So and it gets slower. Two. And it gets slower. And some of these, some of these give you nostalgic engrams, which are the bright engrams. Uh, there's a random exotic here and there. There's a weapon eventually. There's uh, bright dust. There's XP boosters. Yeah, you get the same fucking armor again, randomly. You get enhancement cores. You get some glimmer. It's just a Ooh. smattering of shit, but it's all set out. And you can get bright dust. Oh well, yeah, bright dust. Approximately, which... what what was it? What was the number we came up with? Like four hundred and fifty bright dust, all the way to level one hundred. Total, I don't know. We could look. I don't really want to do the math. I'll so do it real you... quick. Point is, is they're giving you less rewards. These XP boosters, I mean, they're not very good, and eventually they just stop giving them to you completely, and you get these other things. Grants a chance to receive an additional season pass legendary machine gun drop from completing strikes. So that same shitty fucking gear that you've gotten so many times because there's only two loops that give you gear. Well, guess what? After you play the game for a hundred hours or so, you have a chance of getting another one of those every time you do a strike. Congratulations. Useless fucking gear. Which even if you got a god roll on, I don't even know if it would be fucking worth it. 
Mm. Yeah, and Here, increases fire team math. members XP gains by an additional two percent. Two percent, guys. Whoa. Which the only reason they add that is because as you level up higher, it takes longer to get to the next level. So sometimes they got to give you a little boost so it doesn't seem retarded. And the other reason they added that is because they took out fire team medallions. Yeah. Completely removed them. You can sell them for 50 bright dollars. Yep. And uh, I just did the counting. So you get in from zero from level zero. To 100 in the season of the undying, you get 400 bright dust. Oh, and oh, 19 nostalgic engrams. Oh, shit. that's right, ladies and gentlemen. There is a limit per season on how and 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 you get this is account bound, not per character. This is account. So we went from getting a guaranteed, guaranteed pretty much, nine bright engrams a week to 20 every, what? Or no, sorry, 19 every three months. 19. And all the rest, I mean, you can buy them at any point with cash. Yeah. And (laughs) Activision is evil. Activision, when it goes your way... I'm, the game will be better. I've and they said that they were going to change the Eververse so that you can buy whatever you wanted. And that's not fucking true at all. It's oh, still this shit, fucking curated selection. Like, I want the fucking Stompies it's ornament. the same as it's always and been. I, yeah. And I, I like, it's, you can't buy it because they decided, like, here's the fucking, here's the Bright Dust purchases for the week. You ready? Uh, a blue emote. Uh, the fucking shark speeder thing. What are they called? Sparrows? It's the one that looks like a shark. Yeah. 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 Some just generic looking ship. Uh, a triangle kind of ghost shell thing. What is it called? Uh, Callus mini tool ornament. Parcel of Stardust shotgun ornament. And uh, a ghost projection. Wow. Now, I want you to notice something, okay? Blood in the water for the bright dust there. And they called it nostalgic Ingrams. Why do you think that is? Because it's old shit from last fucking season. Old shit. Which is kind of fucked up because last season they were giving away shit from year one. Now it's year three and they're giving away shit from year two. They have no new fucking content here. In year one, we had bright engrams. What do they do? They give us anything, anything, literally anything that is is their new system. Yeah, that is in the fucking shop. Anything. So this you is can the get anything system. from these fucking Ingrams. If you look at season eight sparrows, you will not get these sparrows out of Ingrams. These yeah. are going to be purchasable only whenever Bungie decides that they're purchasable. Right. And you can't get them through Bright Dust either. There's honestly, because there's nothing the here that's worth getting other than, I think I got, what did I get? I got one thing. Monty touched on the crux of the issue here. You cannot get the Blood Runner for oh, I anything got the, other than I got than the Jotun ornament and the Ace of Spades ornament. Yeah. Anything other than silver. You want that? You got to pay real money for that. How the much only money things you, you can say? get for Bright Dust, as far as current season goes, are shitty shaders, maybe a transmat effect, 
and you know the occasional blue fucking eight dollars emote it's eight dollars for a fucking sparrow it's seven dollars for a weapon skin and a lot of these aren't even worth using here's here's how this works thorn the thorn one looks cool eight dollars to get this sparrow or wait till next year for the nostalgic ingram yeah, whatever the fuck yeah, they call it. The year, year three, year three Ingram, which really has everything from years one and two. That's all they fucking did. And in here's year the thing that pisses me off. Monty already touched on it. The, the maximum number of these fucking Ingrams you can get is going to be how many, Monty? 19. 19. Not Count for what? new. And again, it doesn't give you the new shit. It's year two shit. They are limiting how much year two shit you can get. They think you're going to get nostalgic over year two. If you can get enough XP to get it all. That's Casual players, go fuck yourself. Yeah, there and no uh, getting nostalgic Ingrams for anything other than seasonal rewards. And that's the problem. Is you know what the level 100 reward is? Year two shit that's already come and gone. When you get to level 100, you know what the reward is? Oh, yeah. Tell everybody. It's a it's a bright Ingram, or I'm sorry, nostalgic Ingram. And an ornament for Ariana's Val, the sniper hand cannon you get right after starting the expansion. Yeah, the it's literally the one that you get at level zero. Actually, you can go, you can right click on one of these Engrams and see everything that is possible to get from them. Yeah, and all year two shit. Some of them are pretty good. It's like the the fire sparrow that you have, Gab. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, you know what I got? Another shitty sparrow. The last the problem. I... You only have nineteen chances to get that unless Bungie decides that they're going to put it up for bright dust. And if they put it up for bright dust, well, I hope you farmed out your fucking bright dust that they barely fucking give you. You know what I got? My last bright engram. What's that? I got. I got three, I think it was Reef Made shaders. <laughs> and then uh, a blue transmat effect. I think it was the Jade Rabbit transmat effect. Just a shitty blue transmat effect that I'll never use. That's all I got. Didn't even get bright dust, mind you. Feels bad, man. I don't even know if you can get bright dust anymore. Because, want to know something funny? They got rid of Eververse bounties. No, I don't think they oh, I don't even Yeah, know. there's no more Eververse bounties. I think there are. I just don't remember where. I, I mean, if, if they got them, I don't know where. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you might be right. I thought I saw that they that something else happened to them or something like that. And the thing is, is like some of these ornaments and shit that they got are actually pretty good looking for weapons. There's new ones. But good luck yeah, ever getting cool them. If I can just, yeah, pick them. You know, I don't know why they don't. But like, guys, you can go to the archive. The archive has page and a half of bullshit. Not even a page and a half. Look, they just have the. They have the 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 skins from like last year. Man, look at that! You can get the bad juju. Skins still, but there's sales, guys. 
80% off for Optimacy Hunter Bundle. Look at that. I don't have the chess piece somehow, even though I'm pretty sure I own the chess piece. You know, you gotta, you gotta, gotta get that bundle. Oh, look at that. Kyo's Hunter Bundle. Do you want to look like shit? <laughs> yeah, it looks really bad. Why can't I transmog all gear? I mean, it, here, here's the thing. Let's say you're building a transmog system in Destiny 2, and you're limited on what you can put on there because of hardware limitations or, or just the system is new, so it's going to take some time. Okay, why the fuck wouldn't Solstice Armor be on that list? Yeah, right? How the fucking, how fucking stupid do you have to be to fucking put in an armor and set at the end of year two and have people grind for it and put fucking glows on it and then turn around and tell people, fuck you, it's not going to be on the list. Yeah, that, that's one thing that really confuses me because you can transmog other, uh, you know, special event armor like the the solstice or, or not solstice the um the winter shit the the christmas armor you can do that you can put you can use that why can't i put solstice ornaments with the fucking glow on any other armor i don't understand that because they don't have the competency level to do that the only thing i can think of because the people in charge at Bungie are art directors wearing fucking pajama pants on a goddamn live stream to show off their fucking armor 2.0. Right? Look how look how laid back we are, guys. Come join our family. Fucking room full of idiot smelly jerkwads sitting around each other without fucking cubicles to block them from talking to each other all fucking day. So they probably just sit there spending so much of their fucking time doing nothing. And here's the worst part. Have you, has anyone in the community complained about any of this, or are they just eating it up and just sucking on Bungie's We love your game, Bungie. Give us more. I don't get it. Like, if you really like this game, you're going to be more hardcore playing this game than we are, and they're still finding stuff to do? Like, are we missing something? Is our game bugged? We're just missing a whole chunk of content? No, it's fucking what? idiots that think that it's fun to run around in the fucking tower in a Congo line together. Let's go do Crucible. That's literally it. This game has devolved into what D1 evolved into. Crucible. The only people that were left in D1 after Taken King was over were Crucible people. Nobody played Rise of Iron for raiding and shit. It was crucible people. And like the fucking idiots that decided to stay behind to do repeat content. I mean, I'd be interested in going back and doing all the Forsaken raids and all the shit we missed, but we need two more people. If you're out there and you're listening uh, and you want to catch up on Destiny and work your way through raids and everything that are old and new, join the Discord. We promise we will not f you at all. Not even once. Maybe once. <laughs> Maybe. Only if we're and in the crucible. I don't know how I feel. Or how you feel. <laughs> <laughs>
There is so much wrong with this fucking expansion. And I'm just waiting for, like, I just want to see how long it's going to take before people realize it. When When is the honeymoon period going to be over? Happen. No, it'll happen, I'm sure. Destiny players don't do that. The average players that, like, pick it up, like, streamers and shit will recognize it. But your average Destiny player isn't going to fucking care for it. The only thing you'll get is people like Gathalian saying, it needs more grind. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Grind is not content. I hit max item level in a couple hours in the first day, man. I mean, they need to tweak the the level at which you get rewards. Like, the the amount of grind compared to the rewards that you get is pathetic. It's pathetic. I mean, I shouldn't be walking around with nothing to do except start a new character until I hit the fucking hard cap. Why the I fuck agree. am I waiting a week? Like, I'm sitting here with nothing to do. I'm like 9.15. I would love to go out and fucking do shit that gives me rewards, but there isn't anything. All I can really hope is that I get a random fucking Prime Ingram or go play Comp. Which is fucking awful. So here's the problem with competitive now. Competitive is only survival. And it's 3v3. So uh, there's two modes. There's team-based and then there's like mercenaries, right? Like from Call of Duty where you can't have groups. Uh, so I just played a couple rounds of that. And man, is it AIDS. Because it's survival and because it's 3v3, um, it's just everyone using snipers and shotguns or anything that one-shot kills. Mm -hmm. Still the same problem. It's team shooting and one-shot kill weapons, and that's it. I was using... I, I went in and did just regular com uh, uh, Crucible, not competitive, just regular Crucible, with that half-dan, and it was working pretty fucking well. And then I went into competitive, and what happened? As soon as someone gets hit, they fucking run away. And then they pop out and snipe you in the head. Or they... Fucking hide behind a corner and then just charge right at you into your fucking gunfire with a shotgun. Just taking headshot after headshot. It's, I mean, there's no strategy anymore. It's either hang back and snipe or charge in and shotgun. Those are your two fucking options. Want to use anything else? Well, too fucking bad. Time to kill is so high that only one shot kill weapons are going to work. It's terrible. I mean, I appreciate the fact that it's not the old competitive anymore, but uh, I played four rounds of survival and I got my glory all the way up to zero. Nothing. I got no glory. I lost four times in a row. But I go into any other fucking crucible mode and I'm top one, top two. And it's just because I accidentally deleted my beloved, so I don't have a good sniper rifle. And I never had a good shotgun. So all that means is I have to go back and grind old content, or wait for the fucking nightfall to be up so I can grind a fucking nightfall with no rewards. Because now there's two different nightfalls. Yeah, right? one of them makes no fucking yeah. sense anymore. Like One of them... One of them is the old nightfall, which you get to pick from one of three pre-selected strikes. And then the other one is like the nightfall where all your powerful gear comes from. And it scales with different difficulties. All one of your weekly champions. powerful gear comes from. Yeah. Barrier champions and shit. Random, random fucking modifiers that you can't pick like the old nightfall. The only reason they kept the old nightfall is probably for the fucking new light the boss weapons. players. No, fucking new light players that it's fucking don't have the fucking, we all know I mean, I've even, you would think that, like, with all all 
the time we put into this game that new light players would be like, oh, this is great. Look at all the shit there is to do. But it's not it, because they're starting in a situation worse than the, than what we were in when we started Forsaken. You want to As in, like, they, they, the end of Shadowkeep. Well, they load into the game and it's just boom, all these fucking messages popping up in their face, a bunch of fucking quests that they, it's not sorted in any way. It's just a bunch of shit. They don't know what's important, what's a side quest, what the main quest is. Cause everything is unlocked for them. Everyone starts at item level 750. They can go do the campaign. I'm per, I don't know if they can, they just, can new light people, if they buy Shadowkeep, just start with Shadowkeep. And skip the original campaign in Forsaken. I think I they no can, idea. right? So I've seen a lot of people say that they're just fucking confused. I mean, we get confused. <laughs> you know? Like, they don't even explain these fucking overload or barrier enemies. They're just there. It's like you get your fucking artifact and you're like, oh, this is good against overload enemies. This is good against unstoppable enemies. I wonder what that means. And then you go do the Nightfall and those enemies start popping up. It's like, oh, I guess this, that's what this is for. So, like, we've been playing a long time. We put many hundreds of hours into this game. We still get confused because Bungie doesn't fucking tell us anything. Now, imagine coming in brand new, never playing Destiny or Destiny 2, and having to deal with all this. It's funny. It's yeah. almost like the game drove away all the people that had criticisms because they never fucking fixed anything or changed anything, and all that was left was the hardcore people, so they don't, they don't complain when an expansion like this comes out. But it's nostalgic. I, they don't Bungie doesn't know what nostalgic means being in just starting Mona. year three and having nostalgic engrams being from year two i mean nostalgic doesn't doesn't just mean shit that happened in the past shit that happened last year like it's got to give you a certain feeling right of nostalgia it's like oh guys remember back in year one when the game sucked oh good times let's relive that in year two and then we'll relive year two in year three I, I don't get it. It's dumb. It's dumb because they're forcing people to pay for new shit that they might like. Nostalgia. You go back to the moon. The, the, how Paris they did it in Moore. year one was perfect. Rhoda. shit you want, or you could, you know, get lucky and fucking get it through a fucking bright engram. But now it's just like, no, you want that new thing that shiny and, you know, you seen another idiot with well you're gonna have to buy that because fuck you pay me i don't get why they do it like this like if they really want all the money just take everything they've ever made unless you fucking purchase it like maybe the okay I, the new we, shit we already had to dish out an arm and a leg to play this game so far i mean how much have all these expansions cost us really a hundred dollars for year one $40 for yeah. year two, $60 for year three. So $200. Yeah. I yeah. sided with the drifter. Where has that gone? Yeah, where's the cutscene where I crush my ghost and get a new one that doesn't fucking talk to me all the time? That's the Dang. dark ghost. I want to be the dark guardian. I want to fucking murder the tower. I mean, I don't give a fuck about the lore or the story, and I never played D1, so I don't give a fuck about any of these people. As far as I'm concerned, they're just in my way. They're, they are the only thing standing between me and the fucking god rolls that I want. They're over here just fucking, ew, look at all these tokens, things. Here's your pathetic fucking gun that doesn't have the role you want. I played D1. The Vanguard are the worst fucking concept ever. We're the leaders of the classes because we're the best. You go do everything. 
You go fight right. Crota and what save kind of the world. What fucking mentality is that? Hey, dumb oh, fucking oh writing fucking mentality beard. for a shitty developer that can't write and never has been able to write. Halo suck. I mean, we're still sitting here at this busted ass tower. They haven't fixed any of that building. Right. The fucking traveler years. has been sitting up there broken for two fucking years with all this debris no floating around. No new speaker. Like, what right. is going on? They didn't even like tell us if the speaker died or not, though. It just... The speaker thing goes stupid. He was like, he even like reveals like at the end, he's like, I never said that, that it's, I said I speak for the traveler. I never said the traveler speaks to me. What the fuck does that mean? It means he's, well, it means he's not the right man for the job. Man. Just some right. fucking dude talking. The traveler says that yeah. it wants you to and suck apparently my... all these fucking guardians just listen to this non-guardian fucking fuckwad. The traveler wants you to take off your pants, guardian. <laughs> right? Jesus. I don't want this. It's the traveler. Now suck my... Right? <laughs> Like, none of this makes sense, man. They they didn't it's even fucked up. say, it's like, like, if he died or not. Like, the, the scene where, the last scene where you yeah, see him, you're like... He breaks him down from the shackles and he falls over. He's like, that's it, he's dead. It's like a fucking 12-year-old's right? idea of how people die in the movie. Remember how people used right? to die in the movies in, like, the 70s and shit? They get shot in the heart and die immediately. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, you know, we live in a, in a current age where I don't care what you say, like media and entertainment has been adulterized to the point of people expect smarter things. People are smarter, believe it or not. People are smarter than they used to be and can't just watch a movie where a guy gets shot with an arrow in the chest and then dies. I'm going to go on a rant for a second because I get to use the bathroom. No, I refuse. About that? I refuse. Here comes the dead air because he demanded that I go on a rant. What is he? Bungie? Gee. I mean, old movies used to do that. A guy gets shot with a fucking with a, a fucking arrow in the in this in like just center mass chest and die in five seconds. Ugh. People would just get their necks snapped so easily in movies, like one-handed neck snaps. And it's fucking weak, shitty writing. Just write your guy to grab the fucking neck and twist as hard as he can. Right. Why like, does he need if, to do one hand? If the speaker is gone forever, why why not have Gaul just fucking Smash implode his fucking, fucking chest? head in? Right. Give Gaul that moment. Like, Instead, throw him off the, the edge of the ship. They were in a ship the entire time. The just fucking guy, and he just have him do a fucking Sparta kick. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Hook him up to an EKG so it goes, <laughs> like, right? do something. They, they just left it so open because it's just like, he's not really dead. He just he unshackles just him over. and he falls to the ground. Ugh. You didn't even show any torture happening. You know what happened? Now listen, I'm not asking you I know what happened. Porn. I'm just asking you to treat me like a fucking adult and not a child, okay? What I, I miss? Take it. Show me him being tortured or something a little bit so I get it because you don't understand when you first watch it. You're just like, oh, look, he's got 
the speaker. And the, there's no backstory. There's no, like, the speaker is 180 years old. He's dying. There's no thing where, like, the speaker is a guardian or not. You don't know. Does he have a the ghost? The speaker could have know. been an XO for all we fucking know. You, and the, fucking you don't even demask him. That's the worst part. You don't even show a face. You know why they got rid of him, right? Because I know exactly why. Can't afford the voice actor. Yeah, they couldn't afford fucking, what's his name? Bill Nighy? Nighy? Yeah, Bill Nighy. The yeah. science guy. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't fucking afford him with his beautiful fucking voice. Probably not. Turns same thing, out. Same thing they did with so fucking Cade. Oh, Cade. we don't want to pay fucking Nathan Fillion. Let's, let's so. pay Peter North, who's worth less. Right. Here's the thing, man. They started out so strong. Why? Because Bungie developed halo and every fuck boy with an xbox that bought into that bullshit sorry i know you guys are here bought into hey, no, i mean halo the original great. halo was fine halo, it wasn't groundbreaking halo i mean was a launch title and nobody and there was nothing else to really play on the xbox unless you were some gay kitty that liked to play lame ass shit like i'm not even gonna go halo halo is one of the only get, good things one the thing xbox straight. had and it was just Halo a carbon was copy of Quake. down our fucking throat yes, by it Microsoft. Was. Yes, it was. It was. It wasn't like this, like be all fucking this almighty fucking game that like just stood over other games and pissed on them. It it, it was a good game, sure, but it wasn't well, like the best look fucking at the franchise in the, the world. Time. The dynamic of the time is that you had Nintendo and Sony going at each other. And Sony was dominating Nintendo because Nintendo kept putting out kitty shit. Nintendo's market was, we'll, we'll market to the children because Nintendo sees games as toys. And Sony was like, well, we're going to market to people that have been playing games since the 80s and 90s and are now adults and want more adult-based games. And that's why Sony dominated for so long. And then Xbox comes on the scene and they reveal... To give you a sense of things, they revealed their fucking console on Total Eclipse Live. That's their audience they were aiming for. Okay, and a lot of fucking skater buzz and shit picked up on it. And they were like, yeah, video games. And they had like, you know, some of the stuff Sony had, like NFL Blitz and shit like that that was popular at the time. But one of the only things that you got as a launch title and I think it even came with some Xboxes, was Halo, Halo 1, the first Halo. And this was like Xbox's Mario. If you go back and play Mario Brothers, it's not that great. It's an okay platformer. There's better games on the Nintendo, way better games on the Nintendo. But everybody holds Mario to this high fucking degree of like, this was amazing. It was just the same, it was really kind of the same shit over the and mascot. Over. Yeah. Halo was the Xbox mascot. Changed my mind. And it what was. happens is, what happens and is, is everybody that, sucks on the dick that is Bungie and wants another Halo and another Halo. And then Bungie's like, we're tired of making Halo. Microsoft's like, fuck you, make Halo. And Bungie skips out of town. They're like, we're leaving Microsoft. And Sony goes, ooh, fuck, that's that Halo money. And they gobble them up under Activision. Okay. 
And Sony support. That's why they got exclusives because Sony signed a deal with them and hooked them up with Activision, who was already kind of growing up with them with Call of Duty at the time because Call of Duty used to be an Xbox thing, but it started being a Sony exclusive thing at, at E3 and shit like that for the longest time because they were buddying up with Activision. And what happens? Bungie gets given a ton of fucking money by Sony and Activision to make the next big Halo type game, and they come out with Destiny. And what is Destiny? Destiny is Halo. Destiny is Halo MMO. The enemies, the guns, the characters, it's all pretty much the fucking The gravity. I guarantee you that if Bungie would have stayed with Microsoft and Microsoft wouldn't have forced them to keep making fucking single-player Halo games with multiplayer tacked on, Bungie would have made a Halo game that was an MMO. And it would have looked just like this, played just like this, and had a similar goddamn story. I mean, that's that's what we'd be at. The hive is the flood. All this shit, man. That's just fucking complete parallels. And then what happens? Destiny 2 fails. Or Destiny 1 fails. Destiny 1 fails Destiny, hard. I mean, I enjoyed Destiny 1, A though. lot of people enjoyed Destiny 1, but it It was still a failure at launch. It failed at launch, and it failed hard until the Taken King came out, and they got their fucking spunk back, and Ew. they learned nothing from it. They learned nothing from it. And here's how you know. Because D1 failed at the, at its launch and shit, they had to start making internal decisions at Activision. And even though the, it, it picked back up with Taking King, you still had people at Activision going, okay, we'll give them the money for D2 because they're over here talking about how their engine is fucking shit and it takes them an hour over... They, it takes them overnight to look... Literally, Bungie devs talked about how it took them... If they wanted to change something on a PvP map, they had to sit there and load the map overnight. That's how bad their fucking engine was. So they wanted to make a new engine, and Activision <clears throat> gave them the money to do that. But I guarantee you Activision didn't give them Bill Nighy fucking money. So they had to ditch people like Nathan Fillion and Bill Nighy. Yeah, they had Nathan for a little bit, but it wasn't looking so good. D2 launched, and it wasn't looking so good. The Red War was not that epic. It was not a great follow-up to... Uh, Taken King. I personally think it was a decent follow-up, but they did so. They made some mistakes along I the mean, way. I mean, the Red War was a good story. It didn't tie in enough with the overall. The, story. There, there wasn't enough content that came with it. The story was great. the The content was shit that the game launched with. No, I tell you that I'm telling you the problem that Bungie has is coherency. People go into a game like Destiny Two. Most of them are D1 fans or people that never really picked up D1 and want to try it now, or people that maybe gave up on D1 and think that D2 is going to be better. That's your fan base. And two of those groups are expecting some kind of fucking cohesive story element from the first one. And you get with Taken King, and then you just jump into this cabal shit, and it has nothing to do with the darkness, and they tease the darkness at the end again. Nobody wants that. And then what's the raid? Some fat fucking cabal emperor dude. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? How the fuck is Dominus Gaul not your raid boss? You know, at least Blizzard gets that shit right. At least Blizzard is like, oh, here's an expansion that's about, you know, uh, orcs and the final, you know, the final boss isn't some stupid bully. It's Wrath of the Lich King. Who's the final raid boss? The Lich King. Of course. That makes sense, right? 
What do people not like though? Mr. Pandaria, who's the final boss? Is it a panda or a shah? Of nope, it's an orc. What? The fuck? People don't like that. It, it's proven time and again. Warlords of Draenor, not a successful expansion. Why? Is the is the final boss the fucking orcs that are in your face the whole time? No. You don't get to fight even. You don't even get to fight Grom Hellscream. He he joins your fucking side and you fight a fucking demon. <laughs> what? That's why people don't like Battle for Azeroth. Look at Battle for Azeroth. Who's the final boss? I don't Sylvanas? even know. Is it Sylvanas or the other faction leader? No. Is it Nazoth? No. The fucking old god we woke up? No. Who's the final boss? Oh, fucking Ashara, dude. Oh, Ashara. <laughs> it's a Naga bitch. Crazy. I mean, 8-3 is already being, like, talked about like they changed some shit eight three's coming we don't know what's going to be in that maybe there's going to be a different raid i don't fucking know uh nobody knows where the, there's no cohesiveness with battle for azeroth the story is decent and it's set why up, does it seem like everyone is taking nice the fucking expansion. why is everyone taking the fucking new disney star wars approach where it's like all right we're just gonna do this self-contained story and then pass the fucking bar <laughs> on to you and then you just yeah. kind of put the pieces together as obviously fit that's how you That's end up a, with Last Jedi. Yeah. That's how you end up with fucking Battle for That's Azeroth. Right. I end up with Battle, Destiny yeah, 2. Battle for Azeroth is a setup for another expansion. That's why it feels like shit. Setup expansions don't work. And that's what Shadowkeep feels like right now. It feels like well, it's I mean, setting something up. Both Shadowkeep and Battle for Azeroth made one crucial mistake, and they made you feel too fucking weak. There's nothing yeah. worse than characters getting gimped. I don't fucking like it when it happens in movies. And the example I always give is that Wolverine movie where he loses his healing. Just kind of feels like shit. Well, or like it, in MMOs, I mean, you kind of need to, because, but instead of like weakening people and having them work back to where they were, they should just add something that makes them more powerful. Yeah, but they they don't. They got to make you, you can, weaker. You can just make you can just make the enemy stronger. That's the that's the thing, man. I mean, I don't. Like, I'm okay with gimping if it works in the story element. If it works in the story element, yeah. Well, okay, in the sense fine. that when Destiny Two started, you got fucked up and lost your light, and then you got it yeah. back pretty early, like that. Yeah, sure, back, yeah. sure. But like, why? I, like, I don't even see a light at the end of the tunnel. Even if we got to Personally, like 960 with god rolls and everything, different. How would we be any something stronger different. than we were at the end of Forsaken? Because in this game, especially, your light level really doesn't fucking matter. Other than, like, we don't want you going to this area until you're level 960, so we're going to make all the fucking enemies level 1,000. Yeah. But, like, they fucking scale you back when you go to earlier content. It's not like those enemies are <laughs> really easy to kill. I mean, they are, kind of, but not any easier than shit at your own level would be. It's like there's such a small difference between these really wide ranges of light levels now well monty's touched on this before another problem that bungie does the game scales with you this is some new phenomenon phenomenon that blizzard started doing i don't like it i understand the concept is that content is always relevant but nobody wants that players don't actually want that i want to out level shit i want to be able to i want to go through a zone and have a difficult yeah, I time want to or feel a nominal like a badass. time and then I want to be able to go back later and just mop the floor with them. When I'm when I'm flying around Azeroth and I want to pick a fucking flower for my alchemy, I don't want to have to land and fight six mobs that are tough and take a little while to kill before I fucking pick that herb. 
I want to land and one shot that piece of shit that's standing next to it and then pick up the herb because I've already fucking fought those guys and I'm powerful now. I'm more powerful now. It feels terrible. It feels fucking terrible. Yeah, doesn't it feel the, fucking stupid that like there are spiders in Battle for Azeroth that are far more powerful than like raid bosses at level 60? It makes no fucking sense. You're like the hero of the universe and you're getting fucked up by crabs trying to pick up fucking crab meat or some shit. Yeah. And fucking it up 75% and, of the and time. And it's even worse. It's not even just getting fucked up by crabs. You're getting fucked up by crabs that you already fucking killed 10 levels ago. It's the same fucking crabs on the same fucking beach. It's fucking, it's terrible. And it's this new trend that game developers have picked up on and keep carrying around for some stupid ass fucking reason. And Bungie does it. It's like, increase it's your lazy. light level. It's to stretch oh, out shit. content. Increase my fucking light level? What does that no, mean? It's well, fucking dumb that, because you know why? I get to go back and do old content and guess what? That old content has shitty old content gear. Yeah. Any fucking year one raid is to, going to you have... You have to make the gear relevant if you're going to make gear. the enemies relevant. Like, I don't want to go back and do fucking callous and bust my ass and fucking die left and right because everything's fucking... I mean, we were doing callous at me. level 300, so why the fuck when we go back at level 925 are they still fucking us up? Like, if you just shoot right. the enemies outside the raid, they fuck you up. I should be able to stand in a group of them and just laugh while they fucking shoot because I'm triple their fucking light level. Right? I'll tell you a little story, a little nostalgic story for all you faggots out there playing classic WoW that think it's anything worth anything today. Uh, back in the day, before this concept of you, the, the enemies grow in power with you, it was very common for a level 60 warrior like myself decked out in fucking tier two wrath to run my friends through dead mines on their alts and shit. Oh, what's that? You want to go through dead mines and do the quest and shit on your alt that's level 20? Yeah, totally. Dude. Without let's having to look for a group for an hour? Yeah, let's go do it. And I hop on my warrior and he's on his level 20, whatever the fuck. And you just stay back while I pull the entire fucking dungeon. All of it. Not a fucking enemy killed, but the bosses to open the doors. One shot on the way, all the way to the fucking boat. And then you get to the end and every enemy in the instance is still aggroed to you because the way instance aggro works and you just fucking thunderclap and they all fucking die. And it's beautiful and awesome and takes five minutes. What do we have now? We have enemies that are that you've been fighting in the beginning of an expansion still being difficult at the end of the expansion. And I don't mean you just hit max level. I mean, you got really good fucking gear. Why? Because there were mythic raiders who were one-shotting stuff. <laughs> well, what I don't understand is all the people who are really hardcore into it are like, oh, power creep. The power creep is too much. No. Like, power creep is no, fuck what you, you want. Because if you play the game for hundreds and hundreds of hours, yeah, you should be fucking everything up. If you You've don't got like hundreds and hundreds creep. of hours trying to get to this level. So, yeah, so if you if you want shit. it to be... If, if it's like too fucking easy, take off start a new gear. character. Yeah. Just take off some fucking gear. Wear some of the shittier gear you used to have. 
If you if power creep is your problem, that's a you problem. Stop getting upgraded gear. Wear the shit you got at max level when you first hit max level that made you feel good about the game. Find that area where the power creep feels good to you and then stop. Stop putting on gear. You don't have to stop doing content. Stop putting on gear. If you want to go do mythic raiding, put on the gear for the fucking right power creep for fucking mythic raiding and then take it off when you're ready to go do your world quest, you piece of shit. It's just like these fucking assholes are like, I don't, th- I don't like flying. It makes the world feel small. Then stop fucking flying. Stop right. trying to impose your yeah. fucking in, in worldviews on other fucking people. Fucking well, and what happens in response to that? The way you play. I mean, Bungie goes back and starts making new expansions where it's meant to be viewed from the ground and flying is like a shortcut for later. But you take the expansions where flying was available from the beginning and those areas where there's more verticality are way better than the new ones because now there's still verticality, but it's just to make you confused and make you take the long way around to stretch out the fucking playtime. Yeah, playtime, which matters in World of Warcraft where there's a subscription fee. But doesn't it? That's how you know Bungie's incompetent. Like, change my fucking mind. Uh, Right now, anybody, come at me. Bungie is incompetent as a developer. They're not lazy. They're not greedy. They're they're stupid. They're incompetent. I'll give you two fucking examples. Refute my fucking point. I fucking dare you. Number one, they they can't like this this fucking these people actually had an entire day where they disabled weapons in this game and gear for everybody for the world first everybody not just the raid not just people in the raid not just hey you go through the raid and you're in the instance and in this instance that weapon's not allowed anymore the entire fucking game they disabled Jotun so that people doing world first couldn't use it <laughs> what can anybody say to refute that? What what could you possibly say to support that concept? Now, before someone out there, the the people in Gabler's brain saying, "Well, the Jotun had a glitch." So that gun has had a glitch for a year, and it right? hasn't been the fixed. gun's been out for fucking ever. Incompetence. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. They have no fucking clue. There's still bugs in this game that have existed since the beginning of Destiny 2. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the sound of them dropping the ball? That's like the Japanese (laughs) version of mic dropping. Good God. Like, I honestly... Uh, I don't know what to do at this point. I mean, it's I, just I Crucible or Gambit. I have buyer's remorse for this expansion. We did not pick up Forsaken because we felt like Destiny, like Bungie said, fuck you to the people that stuck around year one through all their bullshit, complaining about problems that never got fixed, and then they're like, we're going to fix that in Forsaken. You just got to pay us more money for our expansion. Even though you own an expansion pass, you got to pay for the expansion that's coming because that's not, that pass is actually. That's not an expansion. That's a season pass. 
it's still it's still called expansion pass now if i look through my destiny 2 here on steam i have destiny 2 expansion pass that's still what it's called right but warmind and curse of osiris were expansion dlc those were it's because they don't know how what they're doing yet again because they changed their fucking mind and threw people under the bus that supported them throughout all the bullshit because they know and acknowledge that Curse of Osiris and Warmind were trash. They acknowledge that, and they were going to make up that with Forsaken. But it wasn't enough that people stuck around through all their fucking trash to give them Forsaken. You didn't have to give me the season pass. I would have bought the season pass. I would have happily bought the season pass for year two. Give me the expansion. It's called an expansion pass. I haven't, that's not an entitlement. I paid for an expansion pass. And then you bring out the first actual expansion. You say, you tell me that, sorry guys, curse. I know you guys didn't like curse of Osiris and Warmind because it felt like shit. Those weren't really expansion. Sorry. Uh, those we're even not going to call them expansion, but your expansion pass doesn't get you the first expansion that we're actually going to make. You don't get that. And we didn't buy that and we waited till it went on sale. It was the hundred dollar version was 40 bucks when we bought it. And it gave us three months of enjoyable, happy times with some of the bullshit in between, of course. And then to the point where we're actually willing to give Bungie money for shadow keep on its launch. Cause how could they fuck this up? We thought, well, turns out that incompetence is just a rolling wheel of shit gold and shit well they listened to the community and they made this sound really good but i mean a lot of the shit a lot of the stuff that like we have problems with are the stuff we were worried about when they announced it you know (laughs) like we were talking about this shit you can go play back old podcast this whole eververse thing we knew this was going to be fucked up but i expected this to happen and it like for the writing to be on the wall right and everyone being like whoa what's going on there's no activision why does it suck so bad there's nothing. Fucking nothing. It hasn't sink it hasn't sunk in for people yet. Um but I mean looking back on this I I spent sixty dollars on this game. I haven't even gotten sixty hours out of this. Right? There's no there is not there are not sixty hours here. It's just not here. Season shit included. <clears throat> See, it's but like why would I why would I go back and like why would I start a new character at level 915 I have this gun that's level 912 got this other one that's 916 now I can give that to my alts to boost their power level but why would I not focus on one character get to the hard cap of 950 and then give those character 950 weapons three 950 weapons oh you're just redoing the moon mission yeah but I mean there's not enough content to do that because I can't get any more powerful gear right now. I think it's it needs to be stupid. said that my hunter is almost done with the campaign. Monty and I, Tuesday night, the game launched, or Tuesday evening, it went down for several hours. There were queues. We all got into the game and played the game until Night Terror had to go to sleep at about 11.30. We made it about halfway through the campaign. Monty and I got on our alts and we got further than we were and almost beat it. Looking back, we almost beat it. Yeah, we we thought that there was a lot more left after that. Apparently there wasn't. 
we got to the part where we had to wear all the the dreaming gear and stopped before doing that. That's where we stopped. And what comes after that? That's the end. That's the final mission. I mean, there's some content after that. You know, there's like the two fucking weapon loots loops. A couple weapon loops. <clears throat> an exotic quest or two. You know, the the rocket launch. One of them exotic. one of them gives the you risk, risk runner runner. exotic. <laughs> That's it. You can do bounties. Sixty dollars. The same fucking bounties for the same fucking rewards. No, with no guarantee that the season, the upcoming season shit is good. By the way, we explained the Vex invasion. The Vex invasion consists of this. It's a one, it, it, you'll get, not, it's not even a day of content. It's like an evening of content. <clears throat> you drop into the moon, you do an invasion, you kill, you know, you have a, a requirement to do the invasion. It's a quest. You kill three overmines or whatever or overlords and it spawns a big guy. You don't have to kill the big guy. You just got to kill three overlords. And then you can do the mission, which is the like matchmaking raid thing. It's not really, it's, it's very much like the menagerie. It match makes you with six people. Or if you, if you're solos with five people, total fire team of six and you go in and do what's equivalent to a horde mode. You activate a thing and a bunch of enemies spawn and you keep killing them until some crystals spawn and you kill a specific enemy to get heads and then you break the crystals with the heads. And then at the end is a boss and you got to break his shield with heads. It, it's it's like, you know, we started That's with... It. That's and it, then we got raid layers. That's it, plus and a raid. And uh, apparently a raid layer got a raid layer. Which is this thing? Actually, not. There's a lot of layers. Then we got a dungeon. Yeah, then we got a dungeon like the menagerie, and then the dungeon got a dungeon dungeon, which is this new shit. It's like a public event that you queue up for. Also, like, where are all the secrets? Where's the fucking actual dungeon? Like, where's the Shadow Keep version of Shattered Throne? It's you not know? out yet. They're holding on to it. So, like, okay, so like I was saying, I just walked you through exactly what the Vex offensive is. Okay, that's the Vex offensive right there. 100%. You do that and it's over. You can keep farming it if you want for, sh for shitty weapons. You can also redo all the old campaigns if you want now. So, it's <laughs> the beginning missions for some reason. Really? You tried doing like the Forsaken campaign again? Just the beginning missions. First mission. Is it, did they accidentally leave that out? I don't know. See what we're talking about? Like what? What's I'm the confident. reasoning? <laughs> so you can. We do, own everything. You can repeat the Vex offensive, uh, menagerie thing for four four weapons, of which one of them is mediocre. The rest kind of suck. Or you can do the raid once a week. And on the eighth of October. Hero and Legend Nightmare Hunts. Let me explain what a Nightmare Hunt is. A Nightmare Hunt is a repeatable mission from the moon where you kill the Nightmare version of Omnigal or you kill the Nightmare version of Crota or you kill the Nightmare version of the Fanatic. You don't even get to do the Gaul one <clears throat> or the Fogoth one. 
these do not reward you with anything doing these nightmare hunts. Now, maybe the hero and legend ones you get a blue. do. Maybe the hero and legend ones do, but it's just shit you've already done. It's just harder difficulties of the same content. Why are these time gated? I don't understand. Because on the 15th of October, master nightmare hunts come out. Oh shit, dudes. You want to fight Omnigol at a higher difficulty level? And Iron Banner returns. Oh, that Iron Banner. Man, Iron Banner is like one of these things that for some reason people keep doing over and over. And I don't get it. I don't know what the point is now. Iron Banner gear used to have a chance to drop the enhanced shit. That's why people wait. There's more. On the 22nd (laughs) of October, you're going to get to do an exotic quest for an hour to get an exotic bow. An entire hour worth of content. Holy shit balls. It will likely involve going somewhere in the world and picking up a broken bow and then killing things with bows, probably in PvP and in PvE encounters. And then you get a bow. But wait, there's more. The 29th <laughs> to the 19th of September, or sorry, November, is the Festival of the Lost. Well, you'll be able to do such exciting things as grind out loot drops. What kind of loot drops? Epic gear? Badass exotics? No. Mask. You'll get to grind out mask so that you can look like Rahul or Zavala. <laughs> well, for as long as that little events. But wait, right? there's more. Because when that event ends, they're not going to let you wear those fucking masks. On anymore. the same day, there's a dungeon launch. What does that mean? We don't know. But if we can go based off of Bungie logic, if you look at the game right now, there are chests in the game, right? Everybody understands what a chest does. You walk over to it, you open it, some glimmer comes out, and some resources come out based off what planet you're on. Sometimes a blue might come out. Sometimes you might get lucky and a purple might come out. Very rarely, and I I expect a citation for this to be true, but very rarely an exotic will come out. But there are also chests in the world where you can't open them until you shoot three things in order, in an order, a specific order. And when you open that, a little more glimmer comes out and some resources come out. Oh boy. So if we're going to go off anything, the dungeon is probably going to give you blues. <laughs> but wait, you also get a new PVP mode, guys. Momentum control. Do they explain what that means? I'm guessing no. it's control, only you have the fucking momentum thing on. But who cares? Because it's still just fucking crucible. That's not anything to... The fact that they're putting that up there as a bullet point on their season of the undying uh, rollout is pathetic. Now it needs to be stated that the season of the undying lasts until December. So it, it's two months of shit of this shit. I've listen, everything I've told you right now, the raid launch, the Vex offensive. I told you exactly what those words, the hero legend 
and Night Master Nightmare Hunts, which are just different difficulties of the same shit. Iron Banner, which we've had forever in D2. The Exotic Leviathan Breath Quest. The Festival of the Lost event bullshit, which every everybody knows that the holidays are just stupid shit that get you nothing at all. And then the Dungeon Launch and new PvP mode. That's 1029. Now you might be thinking, well, shit. We got all of November, my dude. Well, Good thing Red Dead's coming out. Just wait. There's more. On the 29th, you also get the one-hour-long exotic quest for Divinity. Which I think you can get in the raid layer right now. Or in the raid right now. I'm not sure. Does that drop in the raid? Because I read that as a know. raid drop. <clears throat> you don't even then, know. Now, let's talk about the jam-packed month. That was just October. Let's talk about the jam-packed month of November. Because on the 5th of November, the first raid challenge comes out. Nobody knows what that means. We know what a challenge is. It's a, a thing you do that gets you a powerful Ingram. So that might... I mean, they it's the same thing they probably did for the older raids where it's, it's like likely, some kind of condition you have to meet. It's likely a recycling of old raid content. But I digress. Either way, it ain't a new raid. But let's jump a little bit because nothing happens from November 5th until November 19th where this key pivotal moment of content happens. Are you ready for this big delivery? On uh, November 19th, the Vex Offensive Final Assault happens. And that's it for the season of the Undying. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. November is chock full of the first raid challenge and the Vex Offensive Final Assault. Nothing else. Nothing. Nothing in November. Until you pay for another fucking season pass. Battle pass. Whatever. Meaning it's temporary. So once the season's over, it's gone forever. Yeah, they talked so about that too. Get your shitty four fucking guns. <laughs> your, your shitty fucking four Vex guns from yeah. Ikora before. So let, you know, let's say you didn't up. buy the, let's say you're not stupid like us and didn't buy the $60 version that includes the season pass. What, it, what do we get that you don't get? Four guns. Four guns. And they're not even good. Four guns. That is, I, I, I really want to go over this because this is important to understand. I'm going to list right now because all the things i listed aren't just seasonal stuff the raid is available to shadow keep owners the hero and legend nightmare and master nightmare difficulty hunts are shadow keep owners iron banner is free destiny shit the the festival of the lost is free destiny shit if you don't you don't have to pay anything to get festival of the lost or iron banner you can do new light and get new PvP mode momentum control. Dungeon launch. Exotic quest divinity. First raid challenge. Those are shadow keep items. What do you get if you bought the season of the undying? 
Vex offensive begins. Exotic quest Leviathan's breath. Vex offensive final assault. It's a fucking joke. I'm this fucking close to petitioning Valve to give me a fucking refund. Like, I'm that fucking close. That is fucking pathetic. You know how much that shit costs if you buy it individually on Steam? I'm, I'm talking about not the fucking... Uh, you know, not not the um, season pass, but just just the fucking... Well, there's a version with four season passes. So all of your three passes, which is what we got. And then the regular version still comes with just one pass, which means if you keep playing, you got to buy three more separately, which is more money. $34.99 to get Season of the Undying and Shadowkeep. If you pay $59.99... You get that, plus you get three more that are coming down the pipe. Bungie is not determined to make money on DLC sales. They're determined to make money off of silver. Silver, silver. Definitely the silver. worst Eververse has ever been. And I don't know why people are looking at this like it's a good thing. Like, yay, Activision's gone. I mean, we knew this was coming. We said it. No, you know what I just found out right now, like just now found out. What? You go to do the black armory check, and you, you know, you're like, well, shit. I think I missed out on one of those special black armory mods. <clears throat> Better try and get one, right? So you go up to her and you spend a shit ton of mod components to get these, right? <laughs> you can get duplicates. Right, that you yeah. already own, right? Yeah, they're not even that and good. And they don't even get put in your inventory, so you can't even break them down for more mod components. The duplicates, you can't even get more mod components from the dupes. Yeah, I don't even know where to get mod components from. Where do you get mod components from? Bounties. I, I, Bounties. and you can buy them from this mm -hmm. bitch for gunsmith materials and legendary shards. So either buy them or do bounties. You get one mod component per dismantling of a legend uh, of a legacy armor mod. Right? It takes yeah. ten to buy a mod. Ten. Mm -hmm. And you don't get legacy armor mods anymore. You don't. It, I, I don't know. Where the fuck we're supposed to get this shit from? Let me just say that this is uh, Angry Joe's moment. If he reviews Shadowkeep and gives it a good review, he's out for good. It's over. Like, it, did he review? Whole, no, but that he did Forsaken. That guy's whole shtick is... <clears throat> you know, Pay to win is bad, and forcing me to buy shit all the time is bad, and loot boxes are bad. But right now, Reddit is yay for yay Destiny. Like if you go to the subreddit, there's nothing negative. There's nothing who negative. Anything negative in Reddit gets their shit fucking deleted. I guarantee it. It's like day one. 
they stopped people from being able to fucking post on Reddit because so many people were pissed off because the launch was fucking bullshit. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. They couldn't even launch the fucking game correctly on Steam. It was up. Everyone was getting disconnected, so they took the servers down. So it was supposed to come out at like what? 1 p.m. Eastern time? And it ended up not being fully playable until like 9 o'clock that night. Yeah, and I know, and some people are going to be like, well, they had to move platforms, and yeah, okay, that is still all Bungie's fault. You have an expansion coming out, you're changing all these systems, and you're making the base game free-to-play, and you're changing from uh, Battle.net to fucking Steam. Why would you do that all at the same time? Why wouldn't you move everyone over with the last expansion of Forsaken and make it free-to-play, let that gel, get all your shit together for a week or two, and then release the expansion? People are praising this expansion as good. Giving Bungie credit and making memes like Bungie killed Activision. Like, you're so fucking stupid. Like, unbelievably dumb. If you think this is anywhere near the standard that Forsaken set. It's not good. It's not good. Like, they, they were on the right track with, like, the armor system, at least in concept and all that, but... Oh, the second... I forgot to mention the second reason for you to try and debunk the, the incompetence of Bungie. Uh, here's the other reason. Rocket launchers have stability on them. <laughs> they, they can't even program their game to not have stability on rocket launchers. And for some reason, they keep increasing that stat on rocket launchers. It's It's got, it fluctuates. Some rocket launchers have more stability than others. What? Stability on rocket launchers is like, I don't even know what to compare that to. It's so stupid. Probably anyone out there who doesn't know what stability does, it's recoil. Recoil reduction. And every rocket launcher except that one exotic has one shot before you need to reload. So, yeah. Even if it has more than one shot, it, you can't shoot it in succession very quickly. Right? It just doesn't work like that. Like, what the fuck? Somebody at Bungie is building weapon stats if it's not being randomized by an AI and they're too fucking stupid to fucking tell the AI not to apply that to rocket launchers. And I don't know if they do the Blizzard system. I know the Blizzard system is for their weapons and items in-game. There's an item value attached to an item and it determines what, how much a stat can, like, how much points the item can have to put into different stats so if blizzard were to make items that had useless stats it would have a negative effect on the item in that it would be stealing stat itemization from other stats that are good and people would complain about that and i know there has been cases where that happened once or twice and people complained about it and blizzard had to take those items and change them because nobody likes getting an item with a useless fucking stat on it that is stealing from its useful stat. 
I don't know if that's the same system here for Bungie, but uh, well, I mean, they got all these fucking random roll perks, and most of them are fucking terrible. Either way, it's bad. Whether it's an AI that's doing that and they're just letting it happen, or some dumb shit mouth breather that works there, actually increasing the value of stability on rocket launchers. What a what a useless job. Imagine that's your only job at Bungie. You're going to tune the stability on rocket launchers. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Can't you tell the difference? No? Well, you know, it's a rocket launcher, so. It's a dream job. So, I mean, I think we pretty much touched on everything that fucking sucks about this expansion. And I, I want I want this day to live in infamy when everyone starts to realize that this expansion is fucking trash. And they'll be like, hey, look, these guys had it. Our nine viewers, or nine listeners that are out there. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. You know what they're going to be like? Buy more shit. <laughs> <laughs> God, you fucking weeb. <laughs> what is that? It's a Japanese instrument. Made out of bamboo or some shit. I just, um, I cannot believe how people are loving this shit just because nostalgia, my dude. Like, honestly. Just because of nostalgia. And we'll take it from someone who has no sense of nostalgia because they didn't play D1. It's not great. The Just comparing it to nice. the rest of D2. I'll say that. The nostalgia is nice, but it ain't enough. You don't even get to do like, there's not even any, they didn't even bring back any old strikes. And they tease you with Fogoth. Like. <sighs> who? The big ogre. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't ring a bell. Well, you didn't play D1, so. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I saved a lot of time and money by not playing D1. Let's let's look here. One new destination. The moon. Forsaken had two, by the way. Dreaming City and Tangled Shore. We put in 31 hours in Destiny 2, and that's trying to get something out of it on Steam. That's... I, I don't know if I could push myself to play it anymore. Well, see, the fucked up part is, is like, I wouldn't Maybe mind nice. continuing to play this if I was still making progress with my light level. Yeah. If they had some kind of repeatable yeah. activity where I can get powerful gear, but I can't. I, I mean... I even have that mission for the Nightfall. Where is it? Uh, complete Nightfall, the ordeal with a team score above 100,000. We're not capable of doing that yet because our item yeah. level isn't high enough. And we can't <laughs> get our item awesome. level high enough. Yeah. The only way I, I mean, can... Not I unless think, we can get a fucking group together to fucking raid, but even then... We're not even high enough level to raid It's going to be hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'd be fine. No, it's 940, dude. We couldn't even do this fucking... Nightfall at 9.20. We went in there last night. It was all right. That was, was not, outside it, it the might, raid. It but... might be doable, but it would be 
harder than it needs to be. I don't know. I, I've heard some people say that the raid, like light level, isn't really a factor that much in the raid. Like the boss can hit hard, but he says a lot of it's just strat in the raid. Like he says, they, they say that, you know, it's not. Well, at a certain hard. level, you're not going to have enough fucking ammo to do the damage you need. You get unlucky with your ammo drops, you're going to be running around fucking I'm melee. Sure, but you're going to be getting, you know, powerful drops throughout the entire raid, just gradually increasing your light will probably be pinnacle drops right but, but like do pinnacle drops three. always drop above 950 like what if you go in there at 920 do the pinnacle no, shit pin pinnacle drops are just capable of going over 950 they're i i think they they're still technically powerful gears they only really take effect when you're over 950 light i pretty sure and i don't even know if that takes uh your bonus stats into account because you know throughout the year or throughout the season i should say you get i think up to 10 bonus uh light level stats so i don't exactly know how that works well actually yeah let's see my light level right now is 929. My highest piece of gear is 924. So yeah, it's I got your artifact. My artifact's plus yeah. five right now. So I yeah. should be 910, but I'm 915. But the gear drops still go based on what you have your the highest level entry. shit in your inventory. Yeah. Well, not necessarily your base, but like I got weapons that are higher item level than what. I'm using right now. So it takes those into account. I mean, it doesn't make a huge difference. It really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, these are the people right here. Me and the boy can join the view in the garden of salvation. Kill yourselves. I want to do the raid. I really do. I just... Yeah, but like, look, no at, look at the RNG of it all. Like, you did all the same activities I did. And you're 925, and I'm 915. I mean, I, I had a handicap, though, because I got, to nine, I got to 900 with another character before I started playing with this character. So, And I did the cheese where, because the first few days, they had that shit where if you went and did uh, the Reckoning with a Warlock, you would get Titan armor. So I had 900 armor and guns to put on my Titan before... I really started doing anything with them. So I did have a bit of a heads up. Yeah. Or a head start, I should say. I take my dog out of bareback. Oh, God. Ooh. In the middle of a podcast. Right. All right. Well, that's podcast. Uh, kill myself. Option two. I really don't. I agree. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just. It's more of the same shit, man. And it's not even, like, enough shit. But I, I, I will admit, there are some positives. I do kind of like this new Vex shit. It is fun. I like the public events on the moon with the Vex stuff. I do. I, I really do want to try and play this raid because it looks like a fun raid. It's not like some bullshit. Like I know, but they, like, you know, they have I'm this whole player. philosophy of, like, hey, we're going to, you know time gate people so they don't get through the content too quickly 
And it's like, but we want to keep playing, but I don't because it's just going to be jerking off. I'm not going to make any yeah. progress towards my light level. I mean, it just feels I, like I, a waste of time to start an all. I feel like I am like I don't need powerful drops to increase my light. I I do feel like I am gradually increasing my light. It's just really fucking slow. I'm not at all. And Every single legendary I drop I, I, that drops for me is either the level I am, or the highest, you know, level gear that I have in that slot that it drops for, or lower. Well, I mean, there there is um. There is one thing the the those public events I was talking about the vex ones on the moon. If you make it, if you kill the three gate lords, and you fight the overlord, I'm pretty sure it's a guaranteed powerful drop every single time you kill that gate lord or overlord, I should say. Like I've I've killed three of them now, and every single time they drop something that's you know powerful. Uh, compared to the gear that I already had, it's always been higher. So I think if you just run around the moon and keep doing that shit, you know, if you can catch them and there's enough people around to actually get to the the final boss stage, you can keep getting powerful gear. I don't know if they intended for that, so I'm probably gonna keep doing that until they either nerf it or they don't. Still, it's, I mean, it's killing Hive over and over. Oh, Vex. No, yeah, Vex, whatever. But I mean, it's what the game's it. always been. The game's always been. Yeah, I know, but at least there's oh. always been a variety of activities. Like Forsaken did it right. They, I mean, yeah, we had I mean, there was a Forsaken, lot of different options. A fuck ton to do. They gave us two new areas. Or no, they gave us three, right? There, there's Not like two. one Dreaming City and Tangled Shore. I thought there was one more place that you. Oh, but Forsaken Whatever. had a lot more options to get powerful gear. They're trying to purposefully yeah. slow that down. Well, yeah, they've always done that. They've always done that. Yeah, but it's um, worse now because there's less ways to get powerful gear. And there's well, yeah, a further way. To, powerful, first of all, there's less ways to get powerful gear. Powerful gear doesn't increase your item level by as much. And there's a lot. Yeah, like there's a, a lot. There's a, a bigger distance between the soft cap and the, the hard cap. Yeah. And apparently the hard cap isn't even a hard cap. Yeah, it's not because once you hit once you hit 960, you can keep upgrading your artifact and just keep going indefinitely, or at least that's what they say. But that's probably insignificant because you're going to get like one. We've been playing. What did Gabler say? 30 something hours. uh, We've been playing 24. Okay, uh, All right. At least 24 hours. And I have plus five on this artifact. And again, it gets slower the higher you go, which yeah. means I would say the hard cap for the most hardcore player is probably 985, the, 25 the key, levels out of this. The key to leveling up fast in this game, which is fucking retarded, but the key to leveling up fast in this game is having friends, a lot of friends that fucking play it. Because you get these stupid little bonus stats where it's just like, oh, well, you get plus two to fire team XP and shit like that. And if you get enough people in a group, you can, you know, you can just hop in a raid or do the new uh, offensive shit, have six people that are all stacking these XP stat uh, bonuses and, you know, just hold on to all your fucking, your, uh, 
your bounties and then just fucking turn them all in at one time when you're all together. I mean, there are people that are past level 60 right now. Level fucking, like, it, it, you just need fucking more people to play with, it seems like. And it's yeah, well, I'm sure if you're doing anything that involves six people, you get a lot more XP. Yeah, you so get a lot more raid or too, crucible. Yeah. And what happens to this artifact at the end of the season? Does it just go away? You lose all your fucking enhanced like cannon it, loaders? Yeah. yeah, sounds like it. So you finish this season, you made it to the end, you're level 985, and then, boop, you're level 960, and also we increase the light level cap. The new soft cap is 1,000, the hard cap is 1,100, and the really hard cap is 1,120. <laughs> and then you can keep going with this new fucking artifact. Remember all those weapons we were missing last time, like pulse rifles and sidearms? Yeah, you get those this time. Oh, so you, you know the like meta, all cannons, those weapons you can just go f*** yourself. That's what's going to happen, too, is we're going to be forced to be using all these weapon archetypes that the the artifact only has fucking mods for. So everyone's going to be using all these weapons this fucking season. Then once next season comes along, all that's going to tur get turned fucking tits up, like... You're, you're going to have to find new weapons because they're going to have different fucking shit for different weapons then. And it's just like, I don't understand. I'm hoping that, you know, you put the mods on the weapons. So I'm hoping that maybe, you know, if the artifact's gone, maybe the weapon stays with the mod. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how they plan on doing that. I, I mean, honestly, I think what they're what they're doing is they're going to give us a new artifact. And it's going to have mostly the same shit on it. You just have to level it up again. So, again, they're making you weaker and they're gimping you so that you can level up again next season. So, so fucking over this shit. Like, why does Destiny have to or why does Bungie have to always make us feel like we're we're insignificant we're just it's not know, even i mean it is that but it's also that they they give you all these things that seem to be like options but they're not no it's just you have to use this if you want to progress yeah but I'm it's also like the bounties the bounties and shit how they want me to play which yeah is bullshit. i mean you never get to a point where you're like all right this is my main gear this is my main weapon setup and i'm going to use this for most of the shit i do now it's like, well, I'm going to go into this fucking, uh, this dungeon, but I got these fucking bounties, so I'll be using a sword, a bow, and a sidearm because I want my fucking rewards. Right. As I really wish Bungie would just stop fucking telling everyone how to play. I'd rather have repeat bounties, right? Like, I can get a bounty from fucking Shaxx and a bounty from the Vanguard, and a bounty from the Gunsmith, and they're all some variation of just, like, use kinetic weapons. You know? Like, the rewards aren't even that great. I mean, when Forsaken first came out, I was picking up every bounty and doing that all the time, but, like, if I go, if I go to the Gunsmith, and he's got nothing but fucking fusion rifle and sidearm bounties, I don't even pick them up. I'm not gonna fucking do that. Kidding me? What's the point of having an Asian wife if she doesn't even make you a drink? 
Uh, what does that have to do with destiny? Everything. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. Maybe I'd enjoy it a little bit more, you know? Yeah, maybe with the right combination of alcohol and heroin and coke. <laughs> no. I think Monty was touching on this when I left, but it is true that there are a lot of good things in this game. Like, it's, Shadow Keep has a lot of good system changes to to varying degrees. I like the finishers. I think they're cool. Yeah, but Some the thing is, is they're not—they're not inherently useful. Is the problem? Like you use them That's mostly true. because you have well, a bounty that needs you to, to use some degree. them. But no, to but some sometimes, degree. sometimes you don't even want to use them because there are certain things you put on your class item where it's like it uses a third of your super energy, and when you uh, use yes, a finisher, those are useless and need to be balanced. Yeah. That kind of stuff no, should just be balanced. It should be a cooldown system, not no. no I dis I disagree. I think it should be an armor mod. I think those should be armor mods as they are, and the negative connotation to to it is that you're using an armor mod slot for a finisher instead of your guns and shit. Well, yeah, it's but all, I'm, I'm it's saying... already using up a slot. The idea that it also needs to take super energy is fucking stupid. I I understand where they're coming from with that. They don't want people just generating fucking heavy ammo okay, infinitely cooldown on the yeah, process that's why I of it generating ammo. on it fucking yeah you know in destiny one there were cooldowns for heavy ammo. they probably synthesizer. can't program that you know oh, I mean? they did in destiny one heavy ammo synthesizers had like a minute and a half fucking cooldown on them you couldn't just keep fucking popping them yeah but that was an item bro whatever just cool put a fucking cooldown on it you use it once boop Every time you do a finisher, it's not going to do They'd have to put a cooldown on the finisher itself. Well, no. Just make it so you don't get the fucking ammo. I mean, I'm sure you can... I haven't tested it, I but agree. I'm sure you can it still should be use a debuff. the finisher. They already have this system in the game, the debuffs that, that you sometimes get, where you can't do a thing anymore. You know? It yeah. exists. Uh, I, I agree. I, I just I don't see why it has to pull from our fucking super pool. It's terrible. Especially it's terrible. after they fucking nerf the rate that are supercharged. Yeah, well, here's the crazy thing. It, it, it Supers aren't even that puts, great anymore, so you might as well just generate special ammo. finisher on a cooldown because if you can't, if you spam the finisher, you're just going to eat all of your super energy. And what fucking build exists where somebody's like, you know what? I want special ammo over having a super ever. Well, the other thing is that every time there's been like a finisher situation and I haven't gotten used to it yet and I've hit melee instead of the finisher button, it still kills them. But the finisher is really just there to add shit to the do in bounties finisher, and look pretty. Finishers look cool, but they're, the only time they're useful is the rare occasion where you're fighting a fallen captain and he gets in finisher range and his shield goes back up. It just insta-kills him. Uh, well, I have I mean, had scenarios where a drag or something like with... that. I've had a scenario oh, where I shot a drag in the leg and he had 70% health and the finisher option became available. So I, I don't know. They're, they're good. Well, against they have less champions. health. They're good against champions who are at like 25% health and would normally still take a lot of damage. They're not usable on bosses. So I guess that's a good thing, but like champion enemies, also not usable in bars, PVP, yellow bars that have still like a quarter of their health and it activates on them. Very useful, in my opinion. 
<clears throat> I think it's dumb that the finisher is a separate button from the melee button. I think, I think it's bullshit melee... that you have to waste your super energy to get fucking ammo, where in the old armor system, you would just have a fucking thing on your armor that generated more ammo drops without right. using your super. Right? I fucking agree wholeheartedly, man. I miss the like, old armor system. Very, like, I wish you could sunny. choose the perks and we I had like the same the fucking armor system. system. I missed some of the old perks. And yeah. It's stupid. Like, oh, let's make it where finishers give you ammo. Like, honestly, it's, it's uh, like for me, trying to make finishers more useful in that way. And so, in in, in doing so, they take out the old traits that give right, you but ammo. Now you energy. waste super energy, which is harder to get in the first place. Which is crazy because didn't they have that whole video where it's like, oh, so now that I have a generator for ammo, I, I know that they have ammo generator, but it's for specific weapons. Like, I know that's still a thing. Um, I'm just like, I, that's why I've always gone for neutral game because a lot of those other perks, even with the old armor system used to require like, Oh, it's your grenade cooldown or something. But there's a lot of times when you're running around with your grenade off cooldown and it's just that perk is going to waste. Like I pretty much always go for neutral. I go for stats, right? And even yeah. if I just do that, if I just go for that same stat balance I had before 10, six, three, I can't do it. And here's the fucked up part. My recovery is 17. You know what that's the equivalent of? One. Because even though all the points are out of 100, it only makes a difference every 10 points when you get to a new tier. So they didn't even need to do this. They could have added discipline and intellect and strength. But they could have did it on a 10-point scale and just given you one point here, one point there. Would have been exactly the same. Because right now I have 17 on this one, 27 on this one two extra on this one so that's 16 points that really aren't doing anything for me right now yeah you talked about this yesterday also um and i know it's not completely related to what you're talking about but the only thing to do in this game right now is like reckoning <laughs> yeah because i want the spare rations because they nerfed hand cannons now my spare rations which used to be almost a god roll full bore ricochet rounds threat detector range finder if this had something other than threat detector and a ranged masterwork, this would be a god roll in the old days. Now, ricochet rounds don't really do much. They nerfed the, uh, like, ricochet rounds didn't actually increase your, well, it increased your range by a marginal amount on in terms of, like, on paper, on the stat thing. But because it, it caused the weapons to zoom in more when you ADS, it basically was like a mini version of rangefinder. And it gave you more range because in this game, when you zoom, the game thinks you're closer and you get reduced range fall off. So yeah. now ricochet rounds doesn't do anything for me. It's not good for a hand cannon in terms of like bouncing shit off of surfaces to hit someone. You need rapid fire for that to work. So now I got to go back and try to find another fucking spare rations with like almost the same rolls. Why the fuck am I doing that? In a new expansion, why is there a new hand cannon that I'm going after? There isn't even a fucking 140 or 150 round hand cannon, period. Not even, like, even if there was one and it wasn't good, that would suck. But there isn't even a single one. There's only 26 weapons. There's two hand cannons. It, well, three if you count the exotic. There's that 90 RPM exotic. There's the 110 and the 180. And both of those archetypes are garbage. It's if, uh, 
They did all kinds of, like, fucking damage number tweaking in PvE, too. Like, they left it the same in PvP, but they gave, like, uh, scout rifles and pulse rifles and pretty much every weapon type that isn't a hand cannon a damage buff for PvE. Look at these fucking people. Like, <laughs> look, guys, people say Destiny is dead, and then it's a list of Steam games. Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Then after that, most played game, Dota 2. Then after that, most played game, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Then after that, Destiny 2. Yeah, look at the numbers, you fucking moron. Counter-Strike Global Offensive, 700,000. Dota 2, 600,000. Battlegrounds, 500,000. Destiny 2, 200,000. That's a big fucking leap, buddy. That's 300,000 people difference. It just went free. Yeah. That's that's of course it's on there. It's free. <laughs> I mean, that's why they made it free. They wanted a big influx of these new players. And if you know, if they let's say 150,000 of those are new new light people, right? And a third of them stick around. All of a sudden that's 50,000 new players that are going to spend money on the Eververse probably. And What's buy Forsaken and buy Shadowkeep. People are going to leave Destiny and the only people remaining behind are the same type of people that are remaining on Anthem. But I consider that there are a large, not a large, there's a, there's a good, decent-sized player base in Anthem right now that is just so desperate for that game to be good that they lie to themselves. People do this all the time. They lie to themselves. And that's what's happening here. People are lying to themselves that this is good. This is not good. This is trash. I mean, I I don't get it. Are we just old? Do we do we not get what's what's good anymore? No, <sighs> maybe Fortnite sucks. It's unequivocally true. <laughs> I'm not even okay. So <clears throat> here's the just to touch on what you said there, because I know people think that and people say that kind of shit. For the longest time, like 10, 15 years ago, uh, when video game popularity started exploding, Minecraft was the most popular game. Minecraft cost money to purchase and play. But it was so easy a fucking preschooler could play it. And then came the age of mobile gaming in between that time and now, where mobile gaming systems began being developed on how to pull people in without making them pay for the game, but make them pay over time. You know, what's what's easier, getting Johnny's mom to buy him Minecraft or getting Johnny to play uh, Roblox and then talking his mom into buying him something in Roblox. So this game Roblox comes along and all the Minecraft children, and I really have to emphasize it's actual children. If you don't believe me, watch videos of the first mine cons. That's why Notch sold the fucking company. I mean, he didn't say that, but I'm pretty sure he got rid of his Minecraft involvement because he didn't want to have anything to do with children he wanted to make a cool game and it ended up being a children's game and he 
peace the fuck out. Yes, Minecraft is great, and adults can play Minecraft and enjoy it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that a large influx of children came in. This, this fucking generation of children came into gaming that didn't exist there in the first place. You had boomer old people coming in on Facebook and shit, and then you had children coming in in Minecraft and shit like And then Roblox came along, and it was like this free-to-play Minecraft version. It's like Second Life for Children, if I could describe it as anything. And oh yeah, they have like sex mods and shit for that fucking game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. Parents don't pay attention to it. <laughs> that way you can fuck your Roblox. My <laughs> nieces, my nieces and nephews. <laughs> I've been really trying, Jesus fucking <laughs> Talking about children here, Monty. I, mean, I know it's a thing, but fuck. My nieces play this game i've been over to my brother's house and seen my nieces playing roblox and they're like walking around as crawling around as babies eating other babies to the it's basically like one of them snake games like you you, the more babies you eat the bigger you become but there's like little safety areas for you to sit in if you're a fucking retard which most children are retards so Roblox is popular, and this is why you didn't hear of these children for a long time, because they were all relegated to Roblox. Nobody gave a fuck about Roblox, but believe me, it was big and in the background. And, th- and, and things were good for a period of time. And then comes along the Battle Royale game system, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds comes out. You know, H1Z1 was a thing for a while, but it was really just kind of the people that were hardcore into BR games. And then on playing those battlegrounds comes around and suddenly BR starts getting really popular to the point where a lot of people started doing it. I mean, not really a ton. If you look back, there's not a really a ton of BR games like we thought there would be, but then comes along Fortnite, and oh my God, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened or how it got to the point where every kid wanted to play Fortnite instead of BR. You know, children are, I mean, I was a child once, I get it. Children go to school and other children are talking about something and they want to be involved in that so they can be a part of it and be cool and hip and whatever. Children are like old people that want to be hip and cool. They're they're just the same. They just are capable of doing it because they're not old and creepy. (laughs) So like, (laughs) so Fortnite explodes into this popular thing and all these kids from Roblox over to Fortnite, and again it's free to play same model there mommy can you get me some fucking v buck so i can buy the new batman skin seriously right now my uh, Fortnite is doing a gotham thing they're doing a some kind of deal with dc where you can actually have a batman skin in the game and shit like it, it's stuff like that they added mechs to the game which made the hardcore oh, yeah, players there's fucking now, uh i need to say this borderlands when I say hardcore players, I mean losers like Ninja who play a child's game. Right. Seriously. I mean, but to be fair, if I was making millions of dollars from playing Fortnite, I'd probably keep playing Fortnite too. Well, some people have integrity and don't want to be fucking Mr. Rogers who plays Fortnite. No, I don't want to be. I'm not saying I'd be willing to play Fortnite to work up to that point, but if one of those nights we were randomly playing Fortnite a couple of years ago, if I just got a host for like 10,000 people and all of a sudden made it, yeah, sure, I'd be like, F-, but I would still play Fortnite. 
I would, I would fucking play. All right, I just have to do this. I just have to do this for another two Even, years, and then I, I can play ninja, whatever I want. If I was Ninja, even if it, yeah, I get that too. If I just have to play this, like I don't know why the Doc still plays VR games. Um, I get that it doesn't work well with his character to play stuff, but if I was the Doc, I would have already kind of transitioned into having the his real self play variety games some nights, and then the Doc show up some nights to play high octane shooter games and shit. Because just playing that all the time just feels like it would be a major fucking drain. The same goes with Ninja. Like, if I was Ninja and I had the money he had right now, there's no way I'd be playing Fortnite. Like, you don't have to do that anymore unless you're planning he on He probably has a contract now. with fucking Microsoft, though, right now. He probably has to play fucking Fortnite. Well, what I'm saying is don't sign contracts like that when, you make, when you're a multimillionaire. Okay, let, let me explain this to you, okay? Ninja's net worth, no joke, is $15 million. You don't need, unless you're buying a Beyonce mansion, you don't need to continue to make $15 million. You know what I'm saying? $15 million will set you and your fucking children up for life. Right? That's, that's you don't ever have to work anymore money as long as you don't live above your means. Yeah, as long as you're not a fucking idiot. I live in a trailer. You could take 80% of that and invest it. I live in a $200,000 house. I mean... Shit, you take fucking... You buy a half a million dollar house that's really nice and live in a nice fucking neighborhood for the rest of your life, never fucking pay rent. Like, you could... With that kind of money, you could just go into politics. Or, But here's the crazy thing. You can keep streaming... And just take the fucking viewer hit and play whatever the fuck you want. Right. Because you're still ninja and you're still going to have little fanboys. It, it's something about fucking being a celebrity, it seems like. Like, once you hit that status, you just have to keep feeding the fucking Listen, I get it. Like, 15 something. million. I, if I, I don't I play understand. another year, I'm 30 million, right? Like, I get that. Okay, whatever. But, like, I just, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's a children's game. It's a glorified children's game with adults pl- taking it serious and bitching because they're putting in like fucking robots and mechs. Like, yeah, of course they're putting in robots and mechs. It's a children's game. You are playing Robot Roblox version two. It's the equivalent of Ninja playing Roblox professional. <laughs> like, it's fucking stupid. That's the state that we're in right now. And what will happen is eventually. Fortnite will die. And the reason why games like Apex don't take over is because the children aren't moving away from Fortnite. I mean, it could. It could absolutely be. Like, again, Roblox was this thing in the background nobody knew about, and yet it was super popular with all these children. But unfortunately, Fortnite has been in the fucking limelight that it's one of those things where the only way it's going to go away is it's going to go to whatever the children move on to. Now the, the the silver lining here is that these children will grow up at some point and want more mature fucking games. That's the only, I don't know if that's game. true. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I mean, know. they'll grow up, but I don't know if they're, I mean, look at all the, how many people more, stream that are all about like cosplay and body painting. And look at these fucking Funko pop toys I got. And, Look at all this cutesy shit I keep all around my well, webcam. Like, to it's... be fair, that's our generation of soy boys and shit. 
Like that's the Nintendo fan base is 30 something neckbeards. It's like there are so few games that are like that old up, like dark gritty games. serious kind of like mature games like Dark Souls and Resident Evil and even Remnant. You know, it had a little bit of goofiness, but that's just inherent to that fucking Unreal Engine because it's this it's so weird. Every time I fucking play an Unreal Engine game, it's like I can feel the Fortnite, right? Like it's it's kind of similar. Different art style, but it still feels kind of similar. Like where where the fuck are all those games? There's got to be a demand for them, right? Yep. I mean, are we the only people uh, our age that are serious gamers that you know I'm want some up. want some games made for fucking people? I guess. Being a little optimistic about it. That's all. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll never fucking swing back. That's my optimism about it. But that's what you're dealing with right now in the gaming industry is Fortnite is super popular and everybody wants that Fortnite money. And then you got, so, so what's the dynamic that we have right now? We're really in the dark ages of video gaming. If people thought the video game crash was a big deal back in the 80s, this is the real dark ages of video gaming. Hopefully the enlightenment era is around the corner and it's, you know, basically art imitating life because we're in the dark ages we have fortnite is the most popular game which is a children's game full of children and uh people with no integrity playing the shit out of that game with children and boasting that they're fucking real good just just think of that ninja plays fortnite yeah he's his aiming skills are good but he's 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 beating children right people he's playing against are children not to mention, the fucking most of them, shit. when they see him in the fucking queue or whatever, they'll just try and find him and dance in front of him. Yeah, give him free kills. Same thing happens to right? Shroud. Shroud goes into battlegrounds, yeah. and Doc talks about this. You know, it, it must be it must be nice when a hundred people drop where you're dropping and then run at you with no fucking weapon, and you get ten kills in the beginning of the game, and somebody comes to your stream and is like, "This guy's got ten kills, and there's still sixty people in the game." <laughs> it's like that fucking scene out of. Austin Powers 3, where Michael Caine is, you know, Austin Powers is dead. And they yeah. show him, like, do you know how many nameless henchmen I've killed in my day? Just get, drop your weapon. Just get, get on the floor. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, get over with this, man. <laughs> yeah, you touched on something. You said something in there that while Monty was talking, Night Terror, what was it? I don't know. About he what? was mentioning something. About what? About rolling around in balls. No, I said that. Like that's yeah, all they want to do. That's right. And they don't actually want to play the game. They're children. They just want to hang out with their friends and wait yeah, in queues to get into a firsthand. game. My brother's uh, stepchildren were visiting, and they play Fortnite, and they're like fucking twelve and thirteen. So they're the older ones. And uh, I watched as he played that on PlayStation and him and his group of friends that were in a party together on, you know, the PlayStation network, which in order to have that, you have to have a subscription. So think about that. So somebody's paying for his subscription uh, to PlayStation plus they were rolling around in gerbil balls on the edge of the map, not even playing the game. They were just swinging on trees and shit. For fucking five minutes, and I'm sitting here thinking, is this a custom game? 
where the fuck is this circle? This yeah. must be a custom game. And then suddenly the circle shows up. Wait, what the fuck? Have these kids just been lucky retards sitting here? Fucking not having to worry about the circle? And what happens? Most of his friends die on the way into the circle to random people. And he's fine and survives. He's the last one. He goes up against somebody, gets gets one kill, and then dies immediately. Just do yourself a favor right now. Go to Twitch and find somebody streaming Fortnite and wait. Wait till they get to the final circle. Every fucking time they're in the final circle, there's like fucking 30 people in there. There's like 30 to 40 people in the final fucking circle in Fortnite every time. It's unprecedented. Like, what the fuck? These people aren't killing each other because they're children. They're hiding. They're just running. It, 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 they, they're they running next to each other and don't realize they're running next to each other. Well, that's why like, it kind of undermines the whole, like, if you were playing something like PUBG, right, and it's supposed to be more realistic and you're not streaming because it's super boring to watch. Like, the, the area is so big and it's trying to be so realistic that it's a very, very slow-paced game. But all the mechanics involved with combat are made for, like, a first-person shooter or a third-person shooter, and you hardly ever get to do any of that. It's yeah. mostly just running, hiding, looting. But, Which is great for children. And then you just get shot again, in the head. Again, it's not... I don't think it's... Children clearly don't like this game, because like I explained to you, they're not playing the game. They're fucking around in the game. They're not actually playing the game. It's the equivalent of playing Destiny... And instead of doing all the stuff you're supposed to do, you just run in circles in the fucking tower. Yeah, no, we do that that's a lot. <laughs> that's what they're doing. And it's weird because they're just doing it because it's the thing to do. Playing Fortnite is the thing. It's all it's some trendy shit. That's what we have right I now think... in gaming. And, and so, so that's your first element. That's your main element of gamers right now is that large chunk of the population. And then you have over here... I feel here... like Fortnite is this generation's Pog. It really is. Like, you remember Pogs? Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk Bring about it. Bring them to school, play with your friends. You didn't take it seriously. You, just didn't even, you didn't even know how to play it. It was basically just brilliant marketing. Hey, let's put our fucking product on these little cardboard pieces of shit and tell people it's a game yeah right? and yeah you slap them on the ground and nothing happens <laughs> you just break your fucking pogs check out the slammer man fucking two pounds pure brass got all this knurling on the side and bam <laughs> fuck it just destroyed your fucking pog you bit my pog <laughs> it didn't even flip you didn't even win <laughs> <laughs> and the the other set of gamers and this is why it's the dark ages the other set of gamers are these fucking soy boy fagtard neckbeards running around with their fucking uh, Nintendo hats and their switches. And yes, I own a Switch. I have a, gr I have a yeah, wife. I own a Switch who, who too. plays a Switch. I don't mind Breath of the Wild. Look, I don't mind Nintendo. I, don't mind I just, what Nintendo I mind is games. people praising them as like the greatest fucking thing. And it's like, but look, what their I don't mind hardware is, is terrible. Fucking, <laughs> they have these fucking little amiibos and shit hey buy the amiibo they literally sell you cardboard money yeah they sell you cardboard <laughs> oh my god dude like there's just the whole culture of i'm gonna collect a bunch of fucking little chibi motherfuckers and put them on shelves and shit 
Like I listen, if you have a couple because whatever, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not gonna judge you, but if your whole existence is, oh my god, Lego just came out with the new fucking Star Wars Last Jedi Ray doing a flip over a fucking TIE Fighter edition. I gotta buy that shit right now. I'm standing in line at the Lego store. Yeah, you're a 34-year-old man, six foot tall, and you're standing next to fucking 12-year-old children waiting in line to get the toy that they're there for. Grow the fuck up. Okay. That's your other group of fucking gamers. And these are the people that apologize for games. Like destiny is fine. I love destiny. Destiny is great. And then you have this weird contingent of, and there's a little bit of crossover here. Some of these aren't the same guys, but there, some of these are the same guys of these mouth breathing warons that want the government involved in video gaming. They're calling for unions and they don't even, they're not even fucking developers. They're calling for, they're, they're, they're people that sit here in one breath and are like, we need unions because game developers have to do crunch time. And then they turn around and bitch because of fucking loot boxes and want the government to ban loot boxes. Like, where do you think these developers are getting money to pay these fucking morons? They, they, I, it's so fucking unbelievable these are the dark times we live in if it's not children it's fucking morons that want the government involved in their video games the same government that came out recently was like violent video games are a problem like that's what you want involving you want to give these guys control they've been saying that video, video games, games are the cause of violence yeah i know that ever. i know that but these fucking mouth breathers don't because they're fucking 20 or something idiots that never paid attention in the first place. I just don't, what I don't get about destiny is it seems like it would be very appealing to those childlike players. Right. But there's like a well, whole, like super, play. there's a super like hardcore fucking community around destiny too. And I don't see how you could be super hardcore about a shooter like this and be okay with this expansion or really anything that's happened with destiny Two since it launched. I, I don't, I, I don't get where all this fucking, like apology shit comes from We're like, oh it's okay they're gonna fix it i know i paid them 250 dollars already but one day it's like the same thing with world of warcraft they come out with a new patch or a new expansion and everything's shit and people are like oh well it, it actually happens before that like the the fucking beta comes out and people are on the test server and they're like oh well it'll get fixed in the next beta patch and the next beta patch comes out and it's still fucked up like, oh, well, it'll get fixed on release, and then it's released, and it's, like, still there. And they're like, oh, well, it'll get fixed in a future patch. It's like, how many fucking years are you going to stick with this fucking game apologizing for them when they never fix your shit? Ever. Sometimes they no. fix it, like, towards the end of an expansion, and if that's the case, why not just wait till the end of an expansion? Then you don't have to deal with all the bullshit. I honestly blame our current society, and I, I still stand behind the idea that we need a nuclear winter. We need a World War III to cleanse the weak. Listen, <laughs> the Joker movie came out. I didn't see it, but the Joker movie came out. Now, I haven't seen what the movie is like, but I could pretty much, I feel like I could describe to you that it's about a mentally ill person becoming a villain, right? That we all know, the Joker. If, if you had to describe the Joker in one word, what would that word be? Crazy. Fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. 
And then you go to like the hashtag on Twitter and what do you get people saying? What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him? The Joker. Yeah, no fucking shit. We already knew that. Who the fuck are these people? Who are these people? People are like, oh my God, the Joker is about mentally a mentally ill incel that's gonna, this is gonna make other mentally ill people go kill people and stuff like, you know, the Joker has existed forever and has been that way. What are you talking about? What did you think he had friends or something? What'd you think was going to happen? The movie was going to come out. It was like, Joker's got a ton of friends, but they secretly What about the guy that fucking had his own Island where he had powerful people, children, you know? (laughs) Yeah. What happened to that? What happened to that story? The guy who, All this weird shit, and it's like, oh, we'll just let it go, I guess. I mean, weird shit happens every day, but fuck that Joker movie. Oh, bless my wife. She started posting, like, fucking political shit on her timeline now, because I've already converted her. (laughs) Yes. One more to the fucking voting block, you faggots. She's already putting shit up, like, like the Homer Simpson thing. I'm going to post it in Discord so you see it, but I'll describe it to the people here on the podcast, the one person, or you can just join our discord and see it for yourself. Well, I guess that's also, I mean, don't talk to us, talk to each other, but not us, Uh, (laughs) but it's got, uh, it's a picture of Homer Simpson and Ned Flanders. And Ned is outside of the garage and Simpson Homer is labeled as corporate media and Flanders is Epstein. Okay. And what happens is he starts closing corporate media is closing the garage on Epstein and the garage is labeled climate change, (laughs) (laughs) which is exactly what happened. Epstein comes out. Oh my God. Here's Jeffrey Epstein. Who the fuck is Jeffrey? Well, he's this guy that's been in politics for a long time. And apparently he has an Island called pedo Island. What happens there? Well, he takes people. Pedophiland. He takes people to fuck little girls over there. Whoa, and little boys. Whoa, that's fucked up. What people? Elite people, like big business people and celebrities and politicians. Oh, shit. What's happening? Well, he's in jail right now. Oh, fuck, dog. Why is he in jail? Because people might want to kill him. So he's also on suicide watch. Oh shit. What happened? He committed suicide. What? Well, he was taken off a suicide watch. Look at this little girl at the United Nations. How dare you? How dare you? All right, let's move on to the next story. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. Well, that's not even the interesting part. They're like, everyone was joking about him getting suicided. Right. And then he gets suicided and then they're like, oh, well, that's not physically possible for that to happen. Also, the guards were asleep. The books were doctored. None of the cameras were working at that exact moment for some reason. Yeah. His lawyer told told that's the not even jail to take him theory. off a that's suicide watch a week after he allegedly tried to commit suicide. It's like, oh, yeah, none of that's fishy. We're never going to get any fucking shit. answers. But even if you put the weird shit away, there's still the, the situation of who he brought to the island. Why is that just gone now? <laughs> well, he's dead, so and this will never know. I don't feel <laughs> like that's how it works. 
a man. That's smarter because the the mom has women. a very short fucking memory. A man. They care about what women. they're told to care about based on the shit that they like on Facebook. Oh, actually, the more equivalent thing is a man kidnapped fifty women and is holding them hostage somewhere in the world. We have him in custody, and we're trying to get him to tell us the whereabouts of the women. Oh, he committed suicide. Guess we'll never know. Moving on, John. <laughs> Warm out <What>? today? <laughs> Those women are still out there. Yeah, well, who knows? Moving on, John. <laughs> There's a little girl at the United Nations, and she has something to say. Listen to her. She's You better shut up, or I'll <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> or I'll is <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, that's great. I will f kill yourself. That's got to be our new line for the SS, which is our new. How kill yourself? <laughs> which is our new guild tag? See, we're the Super Sapuku Brothers in. Uh, Destiny, because we thought it was funny, you know, Super Mario Brothers, Super Seppuku Brothers. Well, it all Destiny... originated from Final Fantasy right. 14 when we needed to come up with a guild name, and that yeah. seemed weeby. It seemed pretty good and weeby, and we carried it over to Destiny 2, and we wanted the clan tag to be KYS, which is kill yourself, because that's a joke, right? We're not telling people to kill themselves. The joke is Super Seppuku Brothers. Seppuku is the Japanese ritual of killing yourself to regain honor. So KYS, kill yourself. They wouldn't let us do that. That was against the... T you can't use KYS. That's offensive. So we did SSB, Super Seppuku Brothers. Well, when it moved over to Steam, they shortened Super Seppuku Brothers to Super Seppuku B. Don't know why. We'll I'll solve that soon, I'm sure. But they the also... Clan tags went from four characters to two. To two. So our clan tag is now SS. And it's going to stay that way. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't even know how to way. change it, honestly. Not because we're not. Can't change it in game. But because fuck you. That's why. Fuck you, Destiny. You deserve this. You deserve it. It's not on us. We didn't change it. That Destiny did. So who's the Nazi now? Hmm. Such a fucked up situation. And out of all of it, I, the part that I just can't get over is that it's it's like we're in some alternate fucking reality where we're the only ones who see this happening. Right? Like, how is there? Nobody's how is no one this. complaining? How has not one guild had the same problem? They're just cool. I'm, I'm just, just talking about Destiny okay, in general. Well, yeah. All the fuck-ups. Even just the clan tag. How can... Like, a clan tag is serious. That's your tag that you've had for a long time. Like, how is it, how can you not just be upset with that for some, even to some degree? Not a single post on Reddit about it. It's because the fucking Destiny, the game Reddit is regulated by fucking Bungie personnel. They fucking delete shit that's fucking controversial. Well, even Destiny 2 Reddit. Bad. Destiny well, 2 Reddit at least usually has a few more people on there that are acknowledging of the fact that Bungie fucks up all the time. And even even on that subreddit, there's nothing. I've tried to complain about fucking Destiny on fucking Reddit. It just gets fucking... It either gets fucking deleted by a mod or it just gets swallowed by fucking new posts about, hey, 
Is this roll good? Oh my god! I mean, you remember that fucking thing that I posted with the with the error message from you know, the Battle.net error message? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it got like almost five hundred upvotes. Well, when they were going through all their fucking technical issues on Steam launch, I went and cross posted that on the same subreddit, and within five minutes, it was taken down for low effort. <laughs> it was okay the first time, man, but now that it's relevant, f- you. Low effort. What does that even mean? I don't know, but like every, I always get low effort complaints, and it's just because it's a meme or something. This guy made a meme, low effort. So out of vengeance, every time I see something that's just a picture, or just text, or just an opinion, or just a cosplay, I report it for low effort. And man, there's nothing more satisfying just seeing the entire front page of that subreddit change on a dime because it all gets taken down. Look at this guy. It's called Unlimited Power. It's a meme. It says, takes arc damage. Risk runner, colon. Cowabunga it is. And it's a picture of Michelangelo for the, from the Turtles movie. That's not low effort, man. Well, he, it he, is now. Report. He had to, he had to painstakingly <laughs> take the time to put text on a picture. This is spam? Yeah, I think this is spam. What's my other option? It's spam or abuse. This is spam and abusive or harassing. No. Can we kill this person? You can just where's the it. where's the rule where it can't be low? Oh, here it is. Advertisement slash low effort or useless content. That's exactly what, what it is. What does low effort even mean? All right. What about this one? Opening a pack of gum in class be like, and the picture is Eris Morn. With her fucking green glowy orb, just holding it, looking at it, and her fire team is around her. That's it, and it's got a gold award, and it's got a silver award, That's and it's got one point seven retarded ass blacked dot com memes that people. It's ninety nine percent upvoted, ago. but guess what? That's also low effort because all they had to do was copy paste a picture. Low fucking effort, my dude. It's also useless. Everything on there is low effort by that standard. It's I so know. That's my point. <laughs> that know. is my point. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Oh, this guy. I made Mountaintop. So this guy apparently 3D printed and put together a real life replica of Mountaintop. Okay. Don't care. Downvote. It is useless. And low effort. I mean, I'm sure that the gun itself took some effort. If it doesn't work, go fuck yourself. Yeah. He probably just data mined it and fucking put it in the CAD and had it fucking made. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is where you got your thing. If you ever feel useless, remember, rocket launchers have a stat bar for stability. You know what? Even though he data mined it, Bungie will probably congratulate him and be like, hey, congratulations on making that from the ground up. (laughs) <laughs> i just don't get reddit man like probably 75 percent of the time i post anything it always gets taken down for like low effort when it's completely on par or better because i don't use fucking meme generators i photoshop that shit make it myself and it's always getting taken down for low effort i don't know why i don't know what the fucking standard is for how much effort you need to put in to make sure that your fucking post sticks around 
It's just all salty fuckbags, probably pissed off that they didn't fucking bring it up themselves. Hmm. Quite the possibility, yeah. Reddit is a place where you can speak your mind and post about whatever you want. Well, let's as finish strong, because I saw this post on Reddit where some people were like, in South Korea... On the highways, the solar panels are in the middle of the road, and it's a bike path underneath to protect the bicyclists from the sun. Why can't? And the comments are like, "Why can't we do this in America? Why don't you tell them why we can't do that in America?" Money. We're in debt because we don't have a booming fucking eco economy, fucking based on our fucking technology. We also don't have the luxury got, of the technology existing when we first started building our fucking roads. Right? They got big-ass companies like Samsung, LG, fucking... So there's a big road outside of my front, outside of the front of my house. I live in a C1 commercial district. That means it's not residential. My house is one of two houses, and I'm surrounded by businesses, okay? My neighbor's, like, backyard is pavement, okay? That's that's what I'm dealing with. Not bad. I like it. I like it like that. Nobody's there after five o'clock. Okay, there's no noise problems at all. I'm hoping the other neighbors converts into a business so I can be as loud as I fucking want past five PM. <laughs> because the houses are decently close together. There's a driveway that separates each house, okay? The drive a little bit more on the other side, but the one next to my streaming room here. Is literally some, I mean, literally when the last people lived there, whoever lived in the room next to mine, I could hear them playing PlayStation or something, getting all rowdy over NBA or whatever the fuck. In front of the house is like, it's like one of those classic city houses, right? There's like 12 feet until you get to the road. And the road is tr heavily trafficked road. I mean, I'll give you an example that all day long are cars, you know. You got to wait a bit to get out of the driveway. So that's that's kind of a negative. At, at, at five in the morning, you'll hear fucking semi-trucks just barreling down the road. Because there's nobody on the road. And they're like, fuck yeah, I can speed. <laughs> so they're just fucking barreling down the road. Uh, and then there's a business across the street. It's a, it's a three-lane, it's a two-lane situation. It's wide enough to be three lanes. Why do I say that? Because... The curb has what used to be parking lots. Back in the day, they didn't have driveways and parking lots. They had just, it would be like you'd pull over onto the yeah, curb. A roll-up. Park there. It was a roll-up. That's where you'd pull over off to the side of the road, and that's where you'd park. Well, nobody does that anymore, so they're converting them into bicycle lanes. So, you know, you get a bicycle lane for like 100 feet, and then you don't have a bicycle lane anymore, and it's fucking redundant and stupid and i don't know why we keep trying to do this in america i but still think let's say the government bicycles should fucking be on sidewalk so let's say the government wants to convert this into the middle lane being a bicycle lane well first of all there's no more left turns you got a segment areas to left turns now you have this weird system where is a bicycle coming i don't know do, who yields to the car? Do, is it a yield to the car situation? I mean, ha first of all, having your bicycle lane in the middle of the road is fucking retarded because in order to get into that, you have to cross traffic. And in order for the fucking traffic to make left turns 
you have to break up the fucking thing. So first of all, it'd be better to have this shit on the side of the road in these bike lanes. But let's say they want to build a bike lane and have that kind of system. Again, you still have to have people cross and break up these lanes whenever they want to turn out. This is why bicycle lanes are just fucking stupid. It should be on the sidewalk. This idea that sidewalks for walking people only is fucking retarded. Just fucking use sidewalk. It already well, why is it that kids who have their little stunt bikes and are just riding their bikes from point A to point B get to walk, get to ride on the sidewalk, but fucking Lance Armstrong all decked out in spandex during rush hour has to drive mm-hmm. in the fucking road? I agree. Roads should not be for bicyclists or pedestrians walking. I, I fucking hate that shit. Getting stuck behind a fucking bike and all of a sudden I'm the asshole. Yeah, well, I'm I don't trying see... to fucking go around them. I, I don't see how you could be a bicyclist and not have like the spatial well, here's, awareness here's to be okay opinion. with just being in the road inconveniencing people. Yeah. Like I mean, if I if someone was behind me waiting to pass and I was on a bike, fuck your heart rate. Pull over and let the fucking 12 cars pass you. So this shit comes from California and the whole concept of share the road because bicycling is better for the for the environment. Here's the problem, though. You don't need a license to own a bicycle. That means you don't have insurance. That means you don't pay for fucking road tax. So why the fuck are you getting to use the road with a fucking bicycle? That's not how the system works. The way it works in America is we we, we fix our roads. We, and we pay we our yearly fucking with road. We tab. get our tabs on our fucking plates. With insurance, yeah, exactly. And yeah, not... I'm saying our our fucking tags. We're paying taxes for our vehicle. What do those taxes go towards? Road maintenance. They're not federal taxes. They're state taxes. That's why bicyclists shouldn't be allowed on the fucking. They're county road. taxes too. I'm pretty sure bicyclists don't even pay tolls. If you go through a toll, you have to pay a toll for a fucking bicycle. I mean, you got to pay a toll if you're walking past a fucking toll. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Use the sidewalk. So let's say, hypothetically, we're retarded and we want to implement this stupid fucking system of having solar panels in the middle of the road or on the side of the road. And we'll use out in front of my house an example. So in order to get that space, the government needs more fucking road. So they'd have to eat up the bicycle lane and, you know, if they wanted to convert this road into a two lane road, a four lane road, they'd have to eat the sidewalk because they own the sidewalks. You know what they don't own though? Anything past the sidewalk. It belongs to me. Now they have to come and use tax dollars to buy the land from every private business and residential owner of property just to expand the roads. This is just a negative side effect of we didn't think about shit long ago when we were first riding horses on roads and the government said these belong to us. That's just the, that's just the side effect of it. The government said, yeah, you can build your house that close to the fucking road. Yeah, that property belongs to you right there. Let's draw some property lines. And they didn't think about it really well because they didn't have foresight. Now you have South Korea who's building brand new roads with technology that it didn't exist when we built our roads and people are fucking mouth breathers on Reddit, like praising it. Why does an America do this? Okay, we'll do it in Arizona. Fuck you. Why? Why can't? Why do we need to have solar panels across the entire nation? Why can't we just put them in Nevada and then run giant cables across the whole country? We do this already with the internet underwater across the fucking ocean. You're gonna tell me we can't do that with power cables? Fuck you. 
That's that's my political rant. I posted two things in memes. I'll I describe them so that the podcast can understand. So this one is titled, This Could Not Be More True, dot, dot, dot. And it's a giant cat with glowy eyes and an arc of lightning between its paws. And it says Shadow Keep. And it's the background of this picture of people running out of the ocean. And all the people running out of the ocean are labeled school, my hygiene, my health, my social life, my family, and work. I really, what could, what could they possibly be fucking doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's not just. <laughs> this is why that. I feel like I'm missing something. It's like we just didn't do an entire fucking chunk no, of I'm this expansion. You, fucking mouth breathers It's these same fucking people. They just they're okay with monotony of the same old shit. They think that they're they're chalking up like I swear to God. Like they're chalking up running fucking crucible still as sh- as shadow keep that hey I got to do my challenge for gambit what the f- gambit didn't even get any new modes you still got to do gambit for a challenging to for a challenge to get fucking powerful Ingram what 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 are you people doing please play our game and the next one is just. Pointing out that the new 180 RPM hand cannon optative is exactly the same as West of Sunfall 7 from Curse of Osiris. It's just except got it's got leaves, leaves on, it. on it. Yeah, I've said yeah. this before. Me and Monty were talking about this the other day. Like, hey, uh, Dave, you're in charge of making a new weapon model. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, the same thing with the pulse rifle. It's I'll the go to a drawing board from Destiny One. With fucking leaves yeah. on it. Yeah, and okay. The so there's there's four comments it. for that one. Uh, never mind. I'll just take what's already exists and add shit to it. There's four comments for that. Two of them are just like, huh, yep, basically. And then there's this one comment. Who you know, Bungie does this for a lot of things, and we don't complain about most of it. Why are you complaining about this? And then someone's like, because I just paid for new items that actually came out in year one and are now free. Bingo. <laughs> Boom. That's the mic drop moment that I've been talking about. Shadow Keep doesn't even have new weapon models for their fucking guns. Like everything like <laughs> like Forsaken is free. Destiny year one Destiny 2 year one is free right now. <laughs> I get Why this a lot of getting. I get this kind of free shit. I get this kind of reasoning a lot no, at I work. Paid for, by the way. Like I'll I'll get to uh, you know a line of you know of work that I have to do, and uh, something will be wrong with it, and I'll you know contact someone about it and tell them what the problem is, and their response will be like, "Well, we've had a lot like this before. I don't understand why it's a problem now." And I basically, in a nice way, have to go back and say, "Well, because the people who worked on this before were fucking idiots, and it's been." getting done incorrectly for the last year. I'm trying to do it right. So it doesn't matter how long it's been done or that we haven't complained about this before because a lot of people have complained about this shit before. But even if they didn't, that doesn't mean that you can just do whatever you want and like you have no right to complain at this point. Yeah, it's not fucking copyright law, you faggot. You didn't fucking claim copyright before, so why are you doing it now? Uh, maybe I haven't been here, you loser. All right? Maybe I expected something more 
from a goddamn expansion launch. This is not Destiny. Okay, I get I get it. Destiny 2 comes out. DL, the first set of DLCs come out. Fucking Osiris. Warmind. Okay, all right. Those aren't actually expansions. Here's our first expansion. Forsaken. Look how much shit's in it. Oh, okay, a standard has been set. You might say a precedent has been set. Look at this. Forsaken comes out, and then it releases these shitty little DLCs. And I really mean shitty. Season of the Drifter, the the Black Armory, it's very low effort stuff, okay? At least they're repeatable for good fucking loot. But like, you know, those are, in, in the grand scheme of things, you could say that the seasonal stuff from Forsaken is actually lower quality and worse than Warmind and Osiris because... At least there was story in those. There's not really story in the, you know, they really took the story element. And this is why I don't expect any story to come out of Shadowkeep anymore and why I'm upset. It's not because I'm like, oh, I got to wait for story to come down the pipe. Where's the story in Forsaken? It's Cade dies, you get revenge for Cade, and there's no more story. The Drifter shows up and talks about some shit, some obscure stuff happens with the Nine. What? And you get to choose a side that makes no difference except it determines what the fucking drifter yells at you about when you're playing fucking gambit matches. The black Mm -hmm. armory shows up and there's no real story there. It's just some convoluted shit to do. Season of opulence happens. What what what's the story behind that? Callus wants to make you stronger still? Like what is going on? And then Shadow Keep drops, and you get another, just another moon mission, even though they said it wasn't that. It's exactly fucking that. And what do you have to look forward to? If Forsaken set a precedence of what you have to look forward to, it's basically nothing. It's small, tiny patch increments. I mean, we Shadow just Keep bought, we just bought a fucking big fucking thing. We've bought a DLC size expansion for expansion, like Forsaken prices. That's yeah. what just happened. We bought Curse of Osiris for 60 bucks. A precedent was set and they didn't meet that precedent. They didn't meet that standard. You have you went from Forsaken that added a giant fucking campaign story arc, tons of exotics, tons of new weapons and gear. And on top of that, new fucking skill trees, one per fucking element for each class. That's nine skill trees in total added it to the fucking of coil. Catalyst. Your one? Oh, Catalyst. Yeah. And Catalyst for all the old shit. Yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, and what did you get And for, what are you going to do with those weapons once you get the Catalyst unlocked? Those same shit. For, uh, what did you get for Shadow Keep? You got how many fucking weapons, Monty? Didn't didn't somebody come out with the math on that? How many fucking weapons are in the game? Uh, Shadow Keep? I think uh, Night like Terror figured that one out. 50 or something. It's like less than 50 or some shit, isn't it? Like what was the question? Like how many guns are in Shadowkeep? 26. Total? 26 new guns in Shadowkeep. And one of them is a gray. 26. Yeah, one's a gray that you get from the nostalgic shit. 26. Three fucking armor sets. I'm going to look it up. The blues that drop in Shadowkeep aren't even fucking new. It's the same shit that's been dropping since year one. Okay, let's go through the list real quick. Here are the exotic weapons that are new to Shadowkeep. Monte Carlo, Ariana's Vow, Divinity, 
Leviathan's Breath, Xenophage, Deathbringer. Yeah. Well, these are all, this is for the whole expansion that have been data mined, and some of these aren't even out yet. Uh, In terms of legendaries. I'm not talking about seasonal shit. Well, I can't tell the difference. It's just Shadowkeep, and these are the. I get it. I'm just telling you, those are seasonal. And it's even. You named are seasonal. Yep. And that makes it even worse because if those are seasonal, that means that we're not going to get any more legendary weapons because here are the legendary weapons. Blue Perfect. It's an auto rifle that you get from your seasonal rank. Loud Lullaby, the shitty 110 RPM hand cannon. Imperative, the only decent thing, the 150 RPM scout rifle. Uh, Randy's Throwing Knife, the totally not a pinnacle weapon from Crucible, where you have to take the shittiest PvP archetype, scout rifles, and use them a fuck ton in competitive mode. Pinnacle oh. weapons aren't even as good as they used to be anymore because they, they don't like that they were so strong. So you have these long fucking quests like you did before for pinnacle weapons, and they're fucking trash. Yep. Okay, and then we got one small step, kinetic shotgun, tranquility, kinetic sniper rifle, exit strategy, kinetic submachine gun, and then we get to the energy weapons, arc logic, energy auto rifle. That's the one where you can't fucking see anything because the muzzle flash is in your face. Dream breaker, energy fusion rifle, optative, the shitty 180 RPM hand cannon, the one that's a carbon copy of the one from Curse of Osiris. Add, add, add... <laughs> Adertative, energy pulse rifle. It's terrible. Premonition, energy pulse rifle. Haven't gotten that one yet, but whatever. Every waking moment, energy submachine gun. Subjunctive, energy submachine gun. Love and death, power weapon grenade launcher. A fine memorial, legendary machine gun. Edgewise, legendary machine gun. Temporal claws, legendary machine gun. Night terror, legendary sword. And... A gray Kvostov ZG02 from Destiny Kinetic 1. Auto Rifle starting weapon from Destiny 1 because nostalgia you can't even level it up and it's got a five star yeah, review. That's what pissed me off about it. You can't even fucking infuse that, you, you can't increase the level when you get it. That's the light it drops at. This guy says, Strongest weapon in the game deals 50 damage on PvP headshot. I'm sure that's true for PvP. Something Which, broken about it. Kvostov. I just... That's it. That's all the weapons. It it, even less gear sets, by the way. Three exotic pieces of armor. One for each class. You get no new abilities at all. No new grenade types, no new melee types, no new supers, nothing like that. Forsaken set a standard, and they're not meeting that standard. The 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 time it takes to def- to complete the campaign is way shorter, like a third shorter than Forsaken. Well, Forsaken also padded it a little bit with the whole "Hey, go kill these barons." There's nothing like that. That was part of it. Yeah, there is. There's kill the nightmare shit. The nightmare uh, bosses or whatever. You know, Crota and, you know. Oh, well. Bullshit like that. It all seemed like the same shit. It's one activity. Go kill shit. It's the same. It's the same. They just separated it. It's one activity, but they separated it into multiple ones so that they could draw it. I'm telling you, the, the... Activision, the loss of Activision has 
destroyed this game. Everybody's celebrating. Uh, Activision is gone. Bungie can do whatever they want. You're a fucking moron. What if they want to that. do is f- you in the ass. Let me tell you something, okay? Activision was the only thing keeping this game developer from butt-fucking you in the ass with loot boxes and overpriced cosmetics. Because just like Warframe, if you don't have a publisher, you need to make money somewhere else. So how do you make money? You depend on whales. Whales is a term for people that have a lot of money and work day jobs, and then they come home and want to play their Warframe, so they dump hundreds of dollars on shit because they don't have anything else to spend their money on. They dump hundreds of dollars on shit, and that keeps the game afloat. The average person only pays $5 a month or something like that for a little cosmetic that might be on sale. The rest of it, they grind out for free. The only difference between Warframe and Destiny is you can't grind out any of the other shit for free. Oh, you can, but it's limited. It's limited. Destiny is using an archaic system for acquiring this shit. And here's the here's the worst part, okay? They can't pay their fucking employees without making money. So as they, if they fail, they go away. If they have a publisher and they fail, the publisher who might have faith in their abilities to bring it back can give them a front and let them try to bring it back. They fail, they go away without a publisher. You understand what that means? That means if they don't make enough money between here and December, you might not even get any more seasons. It might just go, bye-bye. Sorry, guys. We're going out of business. And, and with, with that kind of, me, those kind of stakes, the <laughs> this is what they dead. come out with. If you don't fucking believe me, look at what happened to the Walking Dead series. The only reason why that shit got finished was because another studio was kind enough to pick it up and finish it. That's the only fucking reason. Because if it wasn't for that studio deciding to pick it up and take a risk, you'd be fucked out of the Walking Dead series getting an ending. It'd be Half-Life 3 all over again. Half-Life Episode 3. Half-Life 2 Episode 3 all over again. Sorry. And that company didn't even go out of business. That company made millions of fucking dollars. <laughs> so if you think having a publisher is bad, you're fucking retarded. Publishers do not make development decisions. Publishers are not in the room when they're doing meetings deciding what to put in the game how the game's going to go, the story arcs, you know, how how to make change. Like, Bungie tried to make it out like, oh, Activision's gone, so now we can go back to the moon. Activision's gone, so now we can change all those things that you don't like in our systems. Activision's gone, so we can make quality of life improvements. Bullshit. Activision I mean, don't being you see gone the pattern here? only they... affect the fucking Eververse, and it has in a negative way. For the consumer. Don't you think it's kind of fucked up that like when they announce all this shit, they're deliberately vague about it? Because it, I, I swear, it's like taking fucking crazy yeah. pills. Everyone's like, oh, did you hear about all of the stuff they announced for Shadowkeep? Like, no, what? And then you read it and it's like, what does this actually mean, though? It's like people just get excited that Bungie gives information and don't really think about 
how it affects the game. And granted, there's some stuff we were even like, well, I guess we'll have to see how it turns out. But like, if you just read what they posted, it doesn't sound like anything good. I mean, they, they pretty much disappointed on every level. Eververse, gameplay, about, story, the only content. The thing about this is the sandbox changes and the fact that there's catalysts for year two weapons. There should have just been catalysts in year two for year two exotics anyways. But I guess that's how they breathe life into old exotics is put catalysts on them. I don't, I don't know how that works for year one shit, but whatever. Uh, it's pretty much. It's not even all year two shit. Jotun doesn't have a, a catalyst. Hold on, keep pretty talking. I'll be right back. Across the board, man. Like I, I, I don't understand why people assume, like the way people talked. Like Activision's gone now. Bungie can do whatever they want creatively. No, publishers do not have a say over creatively. They only the only thing publishers do is give deadlines. You have to meet a deadline because we need our money back and you're pretty because it's very simple. The way a publisher works is a developer comes along and is like, we want to make a video game. And a publisher says, Yeah, well, we'll be willing to give you this amount of money for the video game. Now, they don't just I know a lot of you fucking invalids out there are retarded and think that rich people just sit on Scrooge McDuck vaults of gold and just hand out large chunks of million dollar checks like it's fucking the movie blank check all the fucking time. But that's not how it works. People don't have bank accounts full of millions of dollars. Okay. What it means is when I read you Ninja's net worth, that means his property that he owns and, and what's in his bank. So if I bought, I, I own a $200,000 house and a $15,000 car, for example, hypothetically, my net worth is now $215,000. Sorry, phone and call. The rest, the rest of it is what you assume is in my bank, you know, a couple thousand dollars or something. If, you know, hypothetically, again, hypothetically, my computer, how much is that worth? That gets added to my net worth. The idea is if I could sell off all my assets today, how much money would I have in my hand? That's your net worth. Okay. Rich people don't sit on Scrooge McDuck vaults. And so Activision isn't sitting here and going, oh, you want to make a game called Destiny 2? All right. We're going to give you uh, $20 million right now. And if you guys remember, okay. A lot when of it comes from making... lenders too. They got to pitch it to lenders to give them the right. money with the promise that they'll pay it back with right. interest. And they got to bank exactly. on the fact that Bungie's going to make a game good enough to it's bring that kind of money. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. If you look back on Destiny 1, one of the biggest points to that game was it's costing more money than anybody has ever had a game cost before. It was like a ton of fucking money. People were like, man, it wasn't until GTA 4 came along that dwarfed it or some shit in terms of how much it costs to make the game. And that game has been way more successful than Destiny. So Activision made an investment in Destiny and it did not turn out great. Okay? It did not turn out as great as they thought it should have. And then a game like GTA comes along and costs more money to make and they make more of that back and then some. And so when they go into Destiny 2... They're choking up a little bit on the Eververse, sure. But the outrage of the fan base caused the Eververse to, to be less attractive. The Eververse was great. 
the Eververse had the game set up to be good. It was a good Eververse system. Yes, you couldn't get every possible thing that you wanted from the Eververse in a season, but it was set up good enough to where Bungie would be getting good money and the play, the consumer would be getting a good amount of fucking items and you could keep grinding it out. At least you could keep grinding it out. But people complained. It's not good enough. So Bungie made that shit practically free and Activision had to... Activision had to cover those costs. Suddenly you have a game and I, if you want it, just do a little fucking fun time activity with me here right now. Just open up Google and Google Bungie Studios and just look for any images of their, like their, their ground floor. Look how many fucking computers are there. Look how many people they have working there. That's a lot of fucking people that need paychecks at the end of the day, okay? That's Silicon Valley shit. You're not getting paid. You, you, these people are getting paid like $15 an hour minimum, okay? This is, these are good paying jobs. These are coders and shit. So you go from having a game that's projected to make good income on its Eververse system to, hey, we caved in to change the Eververse system by begging and pleading Activision to let us do that, to appease these little bitches like Angry Joe who don't even play the fucking game after initial launch because they go to other fucking games. And now the Eververse is just giving shit away for free and they're making no money off of it hardly at all. So who covers that cost? Activision does. Now Activision is sitting here bleeding money into this fucking game because they have to pay these employees to make money. That's what Activision does. They supply paychecks on a monthly basis for, desti- for, the, for the Bungie team to be dished out to employees. That covers everything there. That even covers electricity bills, water bills, taxing of, of the building, co- like how much the building costs for, for, for the, uh, the, the taxes on it. Uh, any kind of monthly payment that they might need if they didn't just straight out buy the building. Usually in these situations, they rent these buildings out. Now, these look at that picture. That look at that do. picture. Why the fuck does Bungie Studios look like the ground floor of Comic-Con? Right? It's a fucking Why mess. Look how many people aren't working. Look how many chairs are empty or how many people are just standing up or looking off, not at their computers. Like, like these the two guy guys in the front, front are just bullshitting just with each other. Yeah. Like, this is what Activision was dealing with. Activision handles that. And then when I like how they have all the in, windows covered too, they're like fucking vampires. Well, you don't want that light coming in so you can't see the screen, my dude. Here's the thing. It's a bunch of nerds. No one likes the sun. Here's the thing. These guys are doing all this shit. And what is what does Activision actually have control of? Hey, uh, you're not making a lot of money. This is looking bad. You need to do something. Or we're going to start putting forward executive privileges if you don't do something. So then they, that's when the choke comes down. The choke doesn't come down from the beginning. It comes down when you start failing. If I give you $100,000, and I expect you to pay me this back with interest. Yes, with interest. Well, that's stupid. Why would it be with interest? Because why the fuck would I just give you money if you're not going to make money for me? What's the fucking point of that? That's fucking stupid. You'd have to be a retard to give somebody money with the express idea of just getting the same amount back with nothing to gain. You're a fucking idiot. This isn't charity. Because time is money. If you make back the same amount of money, you just wasted all that time. 
You need to make money to make that time worth it. So that's what invest. That's what interest is. So you have to make that money back. If you're not making that money back and it's projected and I'm seeing projections that show that you're not making it back. I might have to step in and say, listen, you still have 50,000 of my dollars right now. It seems like a better idea to get that 50,000 back. So I've only lost $50,000 because you're not making anything. That's how that shit works. That's what producers do. They don't come in and send a guy in and go to the whiteboard and go, no, I don't like that. People are getting exotics this early. No, I don't like the drop rate on these exotics. No, I don't think that, that I think that's too much content for your, your player base. I it's a very childlike mentality that like the parent, the parents are going to come in and be like, no, you're doing it wrong. You need to do this and this and this, like this that's Activision, Activision the doesn't give a fuck about the fine details. Activision comes right. in and like you said, they're just like, you need to make money, do it somehow. Do something, change something. It's like, they don't care and, how and you do don't, it. They don't care that half these fucking people are just sitting around, not working. All they care about is when their quarter end report comes in that they made a profit. That's it. And it, yeah. And if you want to see an example of what a publisher will do, like some of the most extreme things a publisher will do in a situation like that, look at Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn. That game was tanking after years and years of money being put into it in development after the success of Final Fantasy 11, 11, Final Fantasy 14 was a shit show. Nobody liked it. Everybody hated it for a year. It was trash. What did, Square Enix do. They extended their executive privileges and they <laughs> You almost said Squaresoft, you old f <laughs> they, they, they put forward their executive privileges and what did they do? Did they change the game? No. They changed the leadership. They brought a new guy in that they thought could handle the fucking problem. A guy that they trusted. A big guy. A guy that they knew solved fucking problems. And he got in there and what did he do? He solved the fucking problem. He With was his giant <laughs> he came in and he looked at the competition and he put systems in place in Final Fantasy 14 and rebooted it as a Realm Reborn for free for everybody that already played the game and boom that game is a resounding success it's the number one competitor to World of Warcraft it is not going anywhere anytime soon until That's Final Fantasy 18 do. comes out Jesus Christ <laughs> That'll I mean, be the next if MMO. Going, if we're going by like numbers, it should be like 16, 11, right? 11 to 14, right? That's three. So yeah. 17, Final Fantasy 17. 17. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at right now? We just did 15. Yeah. Yep. And then we got 15, target. two, and then 15, X2. <laughs> and 16 and a half, 16 and a third. Yeah. We're on target for that. <laughs> God damn, man. Like if that, Deus Ex is anything to go by, we need to hit Final Fantasy 27 by the 15 year. 15 was supposed to be one of those games where they were like, we're going to be on this for a long time. It's like, yeah, you can't do that. I'm sorry. People, stop doing that. Okay. Stop. It's stop really hard that. to grind out a single player RPG. Yeah, it is. It's really hard to grind out a game like Destiny. I don't think a game like Destiny should be trying to be a 10 year game. I, I think. Well, if you're gonna... I think they fucked themselves by coming out with Destiny 2 and not yeah. just I agree. expanding upon Destiny 1 because now we're forced into waiting for Destiny 3. Guaranteed well, the, reason why I say the Traveler it can't be a... is going to stay broken in the fucking sky until we get Destiny 3. It, it, it's just The reason why I say I don't think is. it could be a 10-year game is because you got to do massive overhauls to your game 
to make it modern. You look at World of Warcraft, what it was 15 years ago versus today, there have been massive engine overhauls, and they've ran into limitations that have stopped them from doing shit that was, was probably cool ideas that they've had that they just can never implement because that engine is 15 years old. At some point, you got to update your engine. You know, imagine playing Fallout 3, not like New Vegas, for 15 years getting updates. At some point, I mean, you the want mod Fallout 4 graphics. Care of that, though. Yeah, but not a mod community. There's no mod community for Destiny. I'm talking about there's nothing like that. I'm talking about 15 years of Destiny 1 graphics and controls and everything. At some point, you got to update your engine. And that's the reason why they did Destiny 2 is because their engine was shit. But I think that's an ultimate problem with these looter shooters is why does Borderlands succeed where all these other games flop? Why does Diablo 3 fail and Destiny fail when Borderlands is a resounding success? Because Borderlands knows what it is and they're not trying to drag a fucking 500,000 people through a 10-year journey. Exactly. They can put in, because they're not going 10 years, they can put in billions of guns even though it's not billions i know they can put in a ton of shit like that and they can be okay with yeah but people but people with us can play it for having some ridiculous in-game bullshit lie well people like us can know what to expect and we go in and we play the game and recognize that there is more to be played but we're good and we part on you know mediocre terms and that's it later yeah come back later when there's an expansion or something games like destiny try to play this idea of like no keep playing the game never stop we need your money at all times to update this. I'm sorry. It just doesn't, it's not like that anymore. The, the game's not MMO enough to pull it off. It's really opinion. not. You're right. It's so no, fucked up that they, really not. they consciously made an effort to tell everyone that this is going to be more like an MMO. And it's probably less like an MMO than in terms of content. Sure. It's more like an MMO with the bigger number stats and right. the more stats, but like past that, it's it's really not much. See, they give you this illusion that there's all this customization. This is what Monty and I were talking about before the podcast. Yeah, I thought they there get, were going to be a lot. Hey, of it look at all this shit you could do with your armor, but you're going to yeah. have bounties and missions and fucked up enemies that can only use one type of mod. So you're going to have to play with these weapons in this fucking playstyle with this fucking spec because it's a solar burden this week, you fucks. So get out there <laughs> and play our way. It's so fucking Bit. dumb, man. Yeah, it's and it's the same shit over and over. That's the problem. It, 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 one of the okay, let me explain to people the biggest fucking th- the reason why World of Warcraft is so successful is because every expansion feels almost like a different game. It's got the same core elements. You know, your class is pretty much feels similar to what it's always felt. You're using some of the same abilities, and it it, it doesn't change drastically when it comes to classes. But the the gameplay loop changes just about every single expansion. Now, why did BFA fail after Legion? Because Legion introduced massive sweeping changes that made the game feel completely different almost. And then you go to BFA and they took away some of the things that, that made that loop enjoyable and kept some of the more mundane things to where it feels like the same shit, just the worst shit. So that loop is not as fun. You have to, the the success of World of Warcraft is changing the loop. Changing the loop. If you go back to Wrath of the Lich King, what was the loop? You level up, you do heroic dungeons to get tokens so you can get the next, the previous raid tier gear 
and then you can do you're up to par to do the next raid if you want to if you don't want to do that you can remain casual and you can keep doing heroics that was the loop what's legions uh loop uh mythic dungeons is a new thing now you get together with five people and you do really hard content it's the same dungeons that you can run heroics on but now it's much more difficult and you have to play the game in a different style you have to you know, you're racing against a clock and you have asphyxiations and shit like this, which nobody had done at the time. Right, but hold on. I just got to interject. There's a difference between what the, the system that Bungie uses and the system that Blizzard uses. Because when they add those modifiers, they still leave it up to you to figure out, like, they present the problem. Oh, yeah. You yeah, find yeah. the solution. Whereas Bungie is just like, use this fucking weapon if you want an enhancement course. You yeah, use this yeah, fucking yeah. subclass, kill enemies with this fucking ability. They tell you exactly what to do. You have it's no the choice. It's child thing you were talking about. It's it's treating people like children, and they're the parent. Yeah. And there's Pretty a lot much. of shitty game developers that do that. And why? Because, I mean... That's it, their mentality. You don't have to look any further than the current political climate. There are a lot of people that think that they're smarter than everyone, and that everyone else need to be treated like children. That's part of the crux of the concept of modern day racism and feminism and shit like that is black people are inferior and need to be coddled and taken care of. And they're treated like children who need to be protected. Like that's modern day shit. And it translates into the same fucking, and those are the same people, the same people that think that way are the ones making your video games. And I'd say it's so a pretty it, accurate generalization. That's kind of what Silicon Valley's like. Yeah. And that's where we are. You're just a fucking child. I mean, Blizzard even does it at times, treating people like children. Oh, uh, we don't want you jumping off this ledge. It's simple shit for Blizzard. You, you can't jump off this ledge. There's an invisible wall there to protect you from killing yourself. What? I'm not a fucking child, okay? If I want to jump off the ledge to kill myself, I should have that right. It was crazy. There was one situation where the game bugged out and the only way we can get out of it without resetting everything was to kill ourselves and we couldn't even do that without like waiting for our grenade cooldowns and shit. Yeah. Or shooting a rocket launcher. Like, mm -hmm. I can't yeah. jump off this building. That's one thing that a real MMO has. It has a kill yourself option. Most real MMOs have a kill, like some sort of suicide option like, oh shit, I'm stuck in a stupid piece of terrain. Because these developers know that they make these huge maps and sometimes there's a fucking mistake. There's a mistake. And, you know, the only way to fix it is... The unstuck fucking... feature in World of Warcraft has you activate your Hearthstone. If your Hearthstone's on cooldown or you delete your Hearthstone, it used to teleport you. Now it just kills you. <laughs> it used to, like, teleport you five feet forward, but people would use that to get past barriers and shit. So now it just kills you. That's what it does, and then you can resurrect at a at a fucking graveyard. That's one way you can tell this is not a real fucking MMO. Of course, it's cause... not. I mean, if uh, there's no way you can convert this into an MMO at this point, they don't have the resources, the talent, they or the to money. Except what they are, the fucking are start from scratch, Diablo, fucking Borderlands. There but there's not the thing is, there's they... not enough good loot. Right, but if they would accept that they're like Borderlands and move away from this idea of having people play all the time every day and putting in... What does Borderlands not have that Destiny has? Borderlands does not have stupid PvP. daily fucking things. Well, it also doesn't have stupid daily little bullshit where you're expected to log on every day just to fucking increase your power level. 
at any time we can get into Borderlands, the th- the three of us, and play and have a great fucking time and get new powerful weapons. We don't have to like log in daily and up oh, there's our chances of getting powerful weapons. The end. It doesn't exist like that. You could just sit there and play Borderlands nonstop and and always continue to get upgrades. You can't do that in Destiny because they want you to be playing constantly so they can get money. And listen, like I get that, but if they would just treat this game more like Diablo or Borderlands, it would be more successful. Yes, they would have to downgrade their team, or yes, they'd have to put their larger team on Destiny 3 while the smaller team remains behind to add updates. Or you do the World of Warcraft thing. Uh, have a small team work on patches that have already been fleshed out and determined by a bigger team that was working on the expansion that year and have determined like what's going to be, as the season goes on, what's going to be introduced at what point and where the target goals are at. And then you have them make the majority of the content uh, while the previous year is happening and then they just you know you have a small team come in and finish it off and and deploy it and fix bugs and all that shit while the main team that year is working on the next expansion that's what this game developer needs to be doing instead i don't know what the fuck they're doing i don't know what the fuck they're doing how how is shadow keep how is it's less content than forsaken how has a year how many fucking how's a year gone by and this is what they have like we i get it like we used to shit on bungie all the time when we played this game a year ago and we still do but we used to too right about how they're fucking lazy (laughs) that was our biggest complaint it seemed like bungie was lazy they'd have these problems that wouldn't get fixed for months at a time and i'm just sitting here saying things out loud like how fucking difficult is it to open your fucking code and start testing the code to fucking fix it? So my only excuse, like, that's why I say they're incompetent because I can't imagine that there's a company of developers that are just sitting around. Like I talked to Monty about this a week or so ago. How I used to fuck around with 3ds max when I was a kid and Maya when I was a teenager, like, like it it took me like a day to build a model and fucking rig it with bones. How fucking they have multiple modelers on their fucking team that are professionals that went to school for it. I was a teenager that's just fucking around with the program, connecting vertices together and then rigging a bone structure into it. Like, how difficult can it be for them to build a gun? You don't even have to put bones. They don't even get the gun, gun physics right. Look at any hand cannon. The bullet should be coming out of the top of the chamber through that barrel, but there's just no fucking barrel there. It's like the barrel lines up with the bottom of the fucking chamber and shit. The hammer hits the top, so but the bullet comes out the bottom. Rules like they got that. they have shotguns that have like a lever and a pump. It's like, uh, okay. How much fucking time could it possibly take for for one guy? I'm talking about one fucking guy, hypothetically. Now remember, Bungie has more than one guy. One guy to fucking flesh out a fucking model for a gun and then another guy to skin that gun and then another guy put in database values for that gun and put it in the fucking game how much fucking time is it acceptable for that to fucking take for professionals making money off of that a day two days a week because this fucking expansion took a year and there are 
26 guns in the game. Most of which are reasonable. Ben Shapiro video or something. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Seriously, man. It's so fucking crazy. I used to use Photoshop when I was 15. Nowadays, Photoshop, like back then, if you wanted to animate something, you had to do every fucking frame. If you wanted to mask something, you had to do it with a paintbrush. Nowadays, they have like smart AIs yeah. in fucking in, in Photoshop where... You can just click on a foreground object and it fucking does it for you. It masks it out for you. You're going to, are you telling me that like oh, Maya and 3ds Max don't have, that yeah. thing's extreme. Do, are you going to tell me that 3ds Max and Maya haven't fucking changed in that amount of time? I'm 34, 15 to 34. That's over 15 years. You're going to tell me those programs don't have AI that make it even faster. All these fucking processes of rigging bones and in models and, and fucking modeling shit out. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? A professional team of people takes this long? Is it incompetence? Or what are they doing? Are they just sitting around all day doing fucking nothing? Playing hacky sack in the parking lot? By the way, don't fucking tell me they don't do that shit. My wife works at a fucking... It's not Silicon Valley, but it might as well be the North Carolina equivalent of Silicon Valley where she's at a fucking office and people are outside playing fucking hacky sack and shit. It's okay? Foursquare. It's four square, whatever. Might as well be fucking hacky sack. Do your fucking job. Get inside and do your jobs. Oh, but they need to have recess time. What is this fucking school? What are we in fucking right. middle school? Recess? Go home. Go that home. is recess. Yeah. Fucking take a lunch break. You're a fucking adult. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. If you're if you're not having enough fun at your job, get a new well, job. Guess what? No, no. Guess what? It's a fucking job. It's <laughs> yeah, not supposed good, to be fun. That's a good point too. <laughs> You're not supposed to be having a good fucking time. You're supposed to be. Making I think my money. old my old boss said it best. He said it's not supposed to be fun. If it was fun, you'd be paying me, right? Yeah, that's a great line, man. That's a great fucking line. If it was fun, you'd be paying me, faggot. Now get back to work. <laughs> Whip crack. <laughs> I don't have a soundboard. Sorry. <laughs> i mean just it's so ridiculous think about how much work is lost to these people paying for playing foursquare and i don't know a single time that my wife hasn't gone outside it, and people are playing for no, it's every break i mean it's, it's the company time too no like, well yeah but it's a break it's 15 minutes they get two 15 minute breaks a day i go out and vape they play fucking foursquare yeah, they won't let them vape indoors. Stupid. I mean, it's whatever, man. Like, it's the, pretty the, standard. The you work eight hours. Vaping, as a former vapor, is it does get fucking everywhere. You get this sticky shit everywhere. Well, you're not supposed to do it around computers. I get that. Yeah. That's why I clean up a lot. <clears throat> But whatever, man. No, I mean, I get it. I mean, do you want to? The com most companies give some type of break for hourly workers. So, I mean, they get the standard you work eight hours, you get two 15 minute paid breaks, and you get one lunch break. You can choose, you want a half hour or an hour. And if they want to go play fucking Foursquare, that's fine. But, like, still. <laughs> I'm just making a point. How much. 
How much of Silicon Valley is not 15 minutes? Oh, probably most I mean, of it. They're probably all on salary. So it's like, you know. How much of fucking Bungie is just fucking around? Like, look at the picture. That's one picture captured. You, you're going to tell, like, how many people I mean, are it's fucking like, off in that It's picture? like college. I could tell you, as someone who went to college, when people tell you, like, when professors or teachers or whatever say, all right, you have two assignments. One's due halfway through the semester. One's due at the end. That's your entire grade. You know what everyone does? They procrastinate and they crunch the for the last week. Crunch. Yeah, and this is why the union thing is a stupid fucking idea. The whole concept of gamers calling for a unionization of developers is because of crunch time. Guess what? Crunch time is because they waste their fucking time the rest of the way. Idiots. I mean, I'm guilty of it. It's it's really hard to take something where you're like, man, I got to do this whole project, and I got like fucking eight weeks. Yeah, I don't I need to do that now. That needs his walls tear, torn off. <laughs> I got to crunch time my bathroom before winter gets here. <laughs> I started in spring. Yeah. So I mean, it happens, but like, if, if you got to pick one. Do you care about crunch and you, are you willing to do anything to mitigate that? Like, I don't know, your fucking job? Well, like, yeah, if we sit here and say that we do that too, that's irrelevant because what we're talking about here is a paid product. Uh, you know, I'm paying for these people. No, I mean, if you want to waste your time and then crunch at the very end and turn out a good product, that's fine. Yeah. But A, turn out a good product because that's your job. And B, don't fucking complain that you have to crunch so hard. Now, I don't work in the game industry. Maybe some of them are working really fucking hard. 24 yeah, seven, or at least, you know, their 40 to 50 hour work week, which is fine. But Bungie, I don't know, man, doesn't seem like they're too stressed out. They got this nice office where it's all open and it basically looks like a fucking land party. Yeah. I, I doubt fucking do soda any, and fucking shit all over the place and controllers and yeah, looks like a bunch of people hanging out at computers. I can't imagine that a year of work went into this expansion. It probably didn't. It probably started right after fucking Season of Opulence went, Opulence went gold. As soon as that was ready to ship, they probably just worked on this shit. So it's probably like three months of work. And if it is a full year of work, if they had like a different team working on it, then it's definitely broken apart. And if it is broken apart, that means that it's probably not fucking done yet. The ideas are probably all there. They just haven't done anything. I just don't see how people on Reddit and shit can be like, oh, my whole life is going to waste now. Like, we put 30 hours into it since it came out on Steam, and that's kind of it. Everything after this point is going to be seriously diminished returns. We're going to get far fewer rewards and far less leveling progress than we have been, and it's going to take way longer. It's not fucking worth it. Holy shit. Here's a guy that's light level 950. I don't even know how. How? Me neither. No fucking clue. Exotic drop. Must be his third character. The only thing I can imagine is he's high enough level that he's able to run a group in the fucking new nightfall, and the new nightfall constantly has a well, high chance to give exotic drops. And he's I mean, I still think that exotics into it. I still think well, that if you can get that one nightfall done really, really quickly, months. and without the timer going down and your score starting to drop, I think we can do it on hero well that's irrelevant i'm talking about the highest difficulty the highest difficulty of that nightfall has a very high chance to give you exotics 
Right, and but exotics you, you grind are out higher than your light level. You grind out that one difficulty, and you can consistently keep getting gear until you're good enough to go to the next one. So, I mean, it doesn't matter yeah, the difficulty. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. That's what they're doing. They're probably running that the the nightfall that they can run at the highest difficulty over and over, and getting is. I mean, the first time we completed heroic night that heroic nightfall, I mean, it was difficult, but. We and that was it. the and lowest difficulty. Both, you and I both got exotics. No, we didn't do it. We did the hero. We did hero once, and you and I both got exotics, and Monty didn't get one. So, oh. well, I'm just saying, time we, the, did it, we did it uh, below the recommended level. So, I think if we get to 920, 930, and we can just run that and get done right. with the whole thing with no one dying in under 15 minutes, which is possible, we'll get over 100,000. You don't even have to worry about the score of the time. The hundred thousand bullshit and all that's just to get the special weapon that drops. It has nothing to do. No, 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 no. It gives you. Exotics. It gives you the pinnacle Engram. Pinnacle Engram. Yeah. No, I know that. That's for the challenge. That's only a weekly thing. Are you in the game right now? No, but I know I what am. you're talking about. What I'm saying is, he probably did that at a low level, right? Because you do that. Like, if I did that right now, I'd probably get a piece of nine twenty-five gear, nine thirty gear, or something like that. that. It's pinnacle, man. Yeah, I don't know about that though. It then, says but, that we've already done a pinnacle thing though with the mole face. Mole face gave us a pinnacle Ingram. Right, but we've been creeping up, and even though I'm nine fifteen, I'm really like nine eighteen. What I'm thinking is happening is he's running. The, he's had a group of people running that fucking nightfall at the highest difficulty they can over and over and getting exotic drops and exotics always drop well, higher than he's what also like. got a lot of fucking and xp melting those exotics in into his shit yeah that'd give you a lot of xp too well i mean just there, running that over there's and over. fire team xp bonuses that each player starts to unlock so the higher your xp is or the higher your level is the more fire team bonuses you have so if you get a group of six people to jump into a raid and then be like, all right, we're all together. Let's use our bonus and fucking unlock or, you know, complete all these stacks of bounties that we have on ourselves. You know, it's a great way to fucking level up. That's how people are level, leveling up so fast. So they get all these boosts. This know, dude's got like, I a seriously think fucking that, light bonus. I seriously think that it's not possible because you're, you're, you have the challenge. Well, this is week one. There hasn't been any reset. So the challenge, once you do all the challenges, there's no way to get higher a light level gear beyond exotics. And the, where's the best place to get exotics? Currently, it seems, it appears, that it's that nightfall, the new ordeal or whatever. Or the ordeal, whatever the fuck it's called. The green where, ordeal. Where oh. it tells you at the high, if you look at it right now, it tells you at higher levels, just click on it. I don't think you guys have ever seen it because I'm always in, in charge of it. Just click on the nightfall of the ordeal and then click on the higher difficulty and look at the chance for fucking exotic drops. Yeah, it's really good. It's common. It says common. That means that if you can do that over and over, you should be getting exotic. And you're talking about exotic armor pieces. and Yeah, I mean, you're not. That's probably why he's 950 something and not, you know, once you get over to 950, you're trying to well, get. Well, he probably has, but, what, 10 to 15 levels from his. Artifact. Yeah, so that probably also got twelve. Yeah, experience from that too. Yeah, he had twelve. Yeah. So there you go. So he's probably getting nine thirty-eight gear. Right, right that's well, his base average. 
I didn't know that we'd be going this long. Now we're done. Waiting, uh, I gotta eat go to food dinner, soon. So I gotta go right now. All right, bye, Monty. That should be on tomorrow. Bye. We'll play Destiny. All right, yeah, exciting. I'll see you guys later to kill ourselves tomorrow. Well, let me smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I don't think there's any outro better than that. I think you just close it right there. <laughs> no, we'll say bye. Hey, another I thing. I usually don't say this, but hey, if you listen to the podcast and you enjoy it, or even if you don't, you should do this anyway. Go leave a review wherever wherever it is that you're listening, whether it's a podcast app or iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the fuck, Google. Go and leave a five-star review because, you know, it helps. It helps people find us. And I god guess. damn it, if anyone needed to hear what we just said over the last three hours, it's everyone. <laughs> we have to stop this bungee dick sucking. For fuck's sake. Bunch of <laughs> assholes. I mean, fuck! <laughs> Alright. Find me on Mixer. <laughs> Mixer.com slash the night terror. Find me there many days per week in the evenings. And uh, I think the next big thing is actually going to end up being Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC November 5th. And until then, it's going to be some party games and board games like and Red Destiny. Dead Redemption. Well, it's we'll talk about that later. To it. I love the fucking story, man. I love the game. The game is fun and great, but he didn't like GTA 5 that much. I did. I didn't like the online. Well, the online's going to be where it's at. <laughs> well, we'll see. You're going to be buying horses and souping them up with, like, pink tails and shit. All right, later, Monty. All right, later, guys. Later. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. Now, f*** off.